Hello and welcome to D&D Tonight! I've been recording my attempts to play Dungeons & Dragons with my family since May of 2017. I'm a novice games master with most of my experience coming from three of my friends who DM'd games over about six months before I started to play this game as a way to keep in touch with my family. You'll have to forgive any mistakes I make along the way, both rules and recording-wise. These first few episodes are pretty rough, but they do get better. You may have noticed that this episode is episode zero. That is because when I started editing it, I realized the audio tracks came in overlapping. I tried my best to fix it, but I recommend starting with episode one, unless you really want the backstory that comes with this episode. Now let's introduce our players! First up is my older sister, Tiffany. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Tiffy. Hi! <laughs> well, it's lovely to be here on D&D tonight. How are you doing, Derek? Pretty good? I'm doing well. Tiffany plays Asharis, an elven ranger, with an affinity for dual wielding. Up next is my niece, the beautiful and smart, if sometimes very quiet, daughter of Tiffany. Hi, I'm Jessica. I'm silent. The dog is in the room. <laughs> Jessica plays Ghost Slinger, a half-elf rogue ninja from the Eastern Realm. And finally, mine and Tiffany's father, Dad! Say hello, Dad. Yes, and I've been playing this for as long as they say I have, and I just now discovered that it's D&D. <laughs> I haven't read the book yet. Dad plays Merlin, a human wizard, based loosely on historical Merlin, but not exactly, with a little bit of dad flair thrown in. Oh, and me, I guess. I'm Derek. I'm the storyteller for this adventuring band. I do the writing, the recording, and editing for the podcast. Thanks, everybody! The three of you already know each other. We'll get that out of the way to start with. Uh, I didn't want to... I mean, it's really cool when you start off with just one character and they meet the other characters as they go through, but we're going to assume you guys already know each other for simplicity's sake. Good job. And you are an adventuring band that have known each other for some period of time, and you can make up what's called canon, so things that happen in the story in the past, you guys are allowed to freely make that up as all you want. So, like, <laughs> if you want to say that you've been together for a year or two years or, like, you met last week, it's whatever, as long as you don't, you know, contradict each other too much or don't agree about it, because then I'll have to, like, weigh in and decide what's actually fact. You guys are allowed to suggest things. So if I describe something and it's and you want something else say we're describing a hallway or something and you're you want to know about the stone on the walls and i didn't describe that you can either ask about it or you can just straight up like say you want to try and pull a brick out of the wall you can just be like i'm gonna go to the wall with my knife and i'm gonna carve out uh one of the stones in the wall to take with me and i'm fine with that you can make up that stuff freely. If I haven't described it, you're allowed to play into the story creation as well. So with, with that out of the way, uh, I'm gonna, we'll go right into it. So the three of you find yourselves in a British manor house in the, in the wooded countryside uh, in England. And you've been asked by the Lord of the Manor to come visit him because it seems there's been some trouble in town or in his town. So you guys are in the you guys are in the manor house at the um in the village of Brentwood, England. 
the Lord of the Manor has called you for a consultation. Because a week ago, they sent two squires from uh, one of the neighboring lords' families into the crypt to try and deal with a haunting that they've been having. Oh, sounds like it's for you, Ghost Slinger. <laughs> so you're in this, this fine manor house in front of the Lord, and he tells you that you're free to rest up in the inn. All of your uh, all of your expenses will be paid for while you're in town on his business. Are we and there? He stresses, he, yeah, you're you're in the manor house talking to the Lord, and uh, he stresses that. The sooner you can deal with the the haunting, the better. And he suggests that you head out first thing in the morning, because you don't want to be out at night. That's when the crypt will be most active, and the challenge will be the highest. Is there a moose on the wall with horns? Absolutely. There's actually quite a few trophies on the wall from his family's years of being lord over the, uh, the, the Brent Woods that are around the village of Brentwood. So he stuffed it, hung it on the wall, and it's a prized possession. It's a family heirloom. Mm-hmm. Each one of the, uh, the the men of the Brentwood family has gone hunting in the woods and over the years returned with various trophies to leave in the family master hall. I have a question. Yes? Why aren't you writing books? You're terrific. <laughs> I've, I've written a few. But we're recording this, so this will be an audio... An audio... An audio book. Well, I'd like that even better. I can write down the news and talk to me. Okay, so, uh, mm-hmm. the moose on the wall. It, my, uh, my quests here, uh, with magic, is it time for that? What, what would you like to do? I would like to detect magic. I'm de- asking, is there magic around? Uh, yes. Uh, you can detect magic. Let me... Uh, I'm going to not have you use the spell detect magic because that would mean that you'd use a spell slot to uh, look for ma- or to force magical objects around you to glow. I'm going to have you roll an arcana check. So on your character sheet, there should be a number on the first page that is intelligence. And then you, you, you should have a, a dot filled in next to the word arcana. First off, you have to find the word arcana. <laughs> so, what is your intelligence bonus? My intelligence? The, the plus. It's on the first page? Yes, on the first page. Here, here, right here. Intelligence, arcana. Three plus. Okay, so it's three plus, and the dot means that you have proficiency, so you get your proficiency bonus of plus two, which means you rolled a 24, because I rolled a 19, so... I could quickly make up a lot of magic things that you see in this uh, this manor hall, but uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to say that you recognize on the wall a family crest of the Brentwood family, and in the center of it you see a shield which appears <laughs> to kind of glisten a little bit unnaturally in the light. It looks like it may be a magical shield. You don't know what's magic about it, but it does appear to have some kind of enchantment on it. And since we've established that in the hall there are several uh, trophies of hunting in the past from the Brentwood family, 
there also appears to be a rack of several bow and arrow sets and quivers, and it looks like one or two, possibly, of those those bow and arrows may be enchanted as well. Wow. It's not a gun rack. <laughs> it's not a gun rack, no. You look good in your little bonnet there, girl. You look like a ninja. <laughs> so, would any of you like to ask anything of the Lord? I'm going to go ahead and say, since I didn't make speaking lines for him, the Lord of the house is uh, Lord Reginald. Very, very proper English gentleman, Lord Reginald. You are free to uh, come and go about the manor while you're in, in the village, and you can make yourselves at home, find adventurers, while you are uh, here on business. What time is it? Did you know what the... Uh, it's... Try that again. Does you know what the ghost is? <laughs> yes. So I'll answer Dad first. It's, it is the evening. You guys came into the village probably about dusk. So you've traveled uh, along the, the road into the village and you've gotten there later in the evening to the manor house. As far as where the ghost is, uh, Lord Reginald will... Uh... Why, of course I know where the ghost is. The, uh, the ghost has been haunting the crypt of uh, our family's graveyard at the edge of town. We can't pay our respects to our, 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 our fine, fine lineage that is resting there. We humbly request that you go first thing on the morrow to find out what, the, what, what could be the cause of this uh, terrible haunting. What is it? What is the haunting? Oh, what? what? Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. No one has come back from the crypt since, since the haunting started. Other than our poor groundskeeper, who who tends the the land around the crypt, <laughs> and he was he was very distraught when he came to tell us of what had been going on for about a week now. Uh, he he spoke of of evil spirits and moaning wails from from underneath the uh, the graveyard, from from beneath the mausoleum itself. You'll have to tell us when you get back. <laughs> We had sent a pair, uh, a, a pair of squires from. I don't want to tell you the wrong name. Uh, we had sent uh, a pair of squires that were were uh, volunteered to us by the Manor White when they heard of our problems, but they have not come back. We we've begun to fear the worst, which is why uh, we were so happy that you you have accepted this uh, this this task, if in the name of our family. How many people have we lost? Yes, a most honorable quest. How many people have we lost? Pardon? Roughly. No one, no one has dared ventured into the into the crypt uh, since the haunting began. The only person who who has has seen this the the beasts that lie within is is our groundskeeper. Oh, we lost uh, the two and squires. And presumably the two squires. We lost two squires. And presumably the two squires that haven't returned to is the that village. Just the two squires. Okay, thank you. Uh, yes. They're the only two that we know are missing. Oh, no, so the arrows, the, the, arrows that are, <laughs> the arrows that are lit up with uh, magical powder. Magical powder? Is there a color on them? Oh. So, let's say that instead of having a color on them, the feathers yeah. 
That's colorish. Are they quills? The the feathers on the on the the arrows that appear to be slightly above average arrows are um, fine peacock feathers. So they are kind of a dark royal blue. Mm, that would be quivers. Um, I might volunteer here that one of you. <laughs> I might. I might volunteer that you you may ask about your uh, your compensation. Yeah, pardon. Compensation for taking on. Yeah, what about challenge. our money? <laughs> well, is that is that how you speak to the Lord? Well, I Lord have Reginald. Where's our money, Lordy? <laughs> Why, yes, I wouldn't expect I wouldn't expect you to take this such a challenge as this on out of the kindness of your heart, as as any fine adventuring group should, uh, I am I am more than That's happy to to pay you two hundred gold each uh, for your for your uh, services in uh, solving the haunting of our family crypt. Is that good? That's a lot more than the ten you've got now. And I thought I was rich. <laughs> you thought you were rich. Well, uh, okay. Also, side note. I gave you all the speech about pennies, dimes, and dollars. To give you an idea, a gold coin here is money enough to keep a peasant going for a month. Why can't I find it? Hey, I wrote it down. What are you looking for? How much gold is worth? <laughs> oh, it's uh, on the, well, first the first page, page then. Uh, <laughs> it's not, is it? I think it's on the first page the at the bottom. So, uh, copper is a penny. A dime, uh, a uh, a silver is a dime, and a gold is a dollar. But it didn't, it didn't print it for some reason. Yeah, two hundred bucks. Oh yeah, I got it. Each two hundred gold each. Where's the money? The uh, the Brent the Brentwood family is uh, not under endowed. They are a very well off family. They're not uh, one of the high high lord families uh, in the area, but. To to be uh, a lord in in uh, in England means that you definitely have some significant sway, uh, especially in your own. It's not a kingdom, Whoa. but area. Your own. Uh, Where's the money? Domain. Money. Your own town. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bottom left. It didn't print for some reason. Black ink, common clothes, arcane focus. Small bag of sand. These are things I have. Yes, Where's they are, money? and you have money. GP is gold GP? points. GP? Yes. Yes, on the first page, bottom oh. left. Oh, here um, it is. Oh my God! Could they have made it any smaller? <laughs> oh, you mean that little dot over there is yeah. what they're looking for? Here's CP, SP, EP, and CP and PP. Oh my God! You got a magnifying glass. Yeah, you have to. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it's that little ditto. That's why I'm I wearing got glasses. I ain't got my magnifying glasses. GP is gold pence, I guess that would be. Gold, gold coins. coins. That'd be GC. Mm-hmm. All right, so gold. It did not print it like it was supposed to do. It didn't. Oh, it must be oh, the border. Be. Yeah, it did. Because we wrote it, it in the border. border. Coins. So, you guys know? You. you you have a request from the from uh, yes. Lord Reginald of Brentwood. 
He has he has asked you to go and, and yep. address the haunting in his family's crypt. Uh, he's told you that yep. you're free to move about the manor house uh, as you as you'd like, and you have free rest at the inn for the night. And he has encouraged you to head out first thing in the morning to uh, to the graveyard. And the mausoleum is where you're going to go look for evidence of the haunting. But we shall accept this quest. Well, I'm very, very glad to hear that you're you're willing to uh, to go out on my 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 family's behalf and uh, rid us of this nuisance and blight on our family names. So what's the silver yes. one? Is there a silver one? Yes. Silver penny. SP. Thank you. And silver's a dime, yeah. copper's a penny, and then gold. I have to go take uh, the Right back. Mom's watching the screen. I don't know okay. Yet. We investigate the house. You can move around the house and check out what there is in the house uh, of interest to you. The I'm going to assume none of you are going to be terribly moved that means, while you're in the house. And the Lord... That means Jessica. Huh? No. I'm, I'm making an assumption. The manor house will be uh, not patrolled, but there will be servants around the manor house, as well as potentially some of the village guard, since they're mm-hmm. kind of on alert because of the crypt. And But uh, the, the Lord did say that you are free to uh, to make your way around the house as you see fit while you are working on his family's behalf. You should go to the library. That's where all the ghosts are. All exactly. the information. Alright. You can definitely go to the library. Would you guys like to ask for directions? We'll just figure uh, it out, me lord. <laughs> Alright. You guys are on your way to the library, then. Uh, do you wander around mm. aimlessly? Yeah. Is that your plan? <laughs> Yes? Okay. I'm going to roll a couple oh, of dice. about the dice. Uh, we should pick have for directions. <laughs> pick, pick higher low. Uh, low? Uh, well, I'm sorry. You rolled a, um, a 93. So uh, that's very high. Uh, you guys are lost in the manor house for... Uh, I'm going to roll... Let's see. I'll roll it. Twenty for we'll say half an hour. Are you going to continue wandering around the manor house? I'm assuming Dad's going with you because he's not there. Well, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll uh, these two dice again. Pick higher or low. Again, Katie. What the heck is the uh, okay. Would you guys like to continue wandering what around? What are we supposed to do? Well, you, you can, uh, you, you can say that you're going to wander around specifically looking yes. for, uh, someone to ask for directions. Okay. And then I'll make the number easier. Okay, so you guys are going to look for somebody to give you directions? Uh, well, I'll go ahead, I'll, I'll go ahead and give it to you there. Uh, it's a 57. So, you find... A uh, small servant girl. Uh, she looks to be about. She's a human. How so? Looks not. She's not an elf. She's she, there's this. This is a this is a lawful good lord of of Brentwood Manor. He wouldn't have uh, a house elf because those are slaves. 
So, uh, she's a, a small girl. It's the evening. She's probably going around. Uh, she wouldn't be dusting in the evening. It's probably, let's say, she's carrying a a, a tray with um with some she's leftovers from dinner on it. Mm. Yeah, she's she's cleaning up for um for someone in the house. She's she's After taking the, the dishes back to uh, back to the kitchen. Which so way like to the to library, my love? Oh my god! <laughs> Which way to the what? Oh, um, well, uh, sure. I can, I can definitely help you uh, find your way to the library. That's Please? that's just down Wandering the hall. Around. You were almost we almost there. found it. She will. She'll take you down through a couple of halls through the manor house and take uh, open up to, uh, to uh, probably a single, a single tall doorway uh, of heavy wood, recessed in an alcove. That'll open up into a fairly large family library, and uh, when she opens the door for you, she'll step she'll step to the side and ask, "Is there anything else that before I can do uh, with decisions, before I go?" Jessica, what do you think? Do we need any more questions answered? Well, what would we answer? Is there a fireplace? Uh, no British library would be complete without an incredibly regal fireplace with a large portrait of, let's say. A mustachioed, a gray-haired mustachioed old Jeez. man with a pipe in his mouth. And a dog. It should have a dog. Oh, yes, definitely one of mm-hmm. those um, scraggly-furred gray dogs. <laughs> a hunting <laughs> hunting hound. But not a beagle. Fox hound. Does he have... It's one of them scraggly-looking ones. Does he have jewelry ones. on? Looks kind of wet. Um... He, well, he's got the big pipe, he... Probably have, because we're considering the time, let's say he's got a bowler hat and a fairly nice pocket watch chain they have pocket can be watches? seen in his pocket. Uh, only only uh, the richest family. I thought it was older than that. Pocket really? okay. Well, pocket watches have been around mm-hmm. since well, Merlin like, was 18 uh... something. Well, Merlin was 1600, you're right. But let's say these guys are okay. very well off and they've imported one from China. Does the chain look golden to you? Uh, no, uh, it's, uh, it's a silver chain. Is it on his left hand, left side, or right side? It is on his... It's on his right side. So he's right-handed. So you guys have wandered into the library by this point. I'm going to assume, Marilyn, you're probably fairly comfortable amongst the, uh, the smell of old paper and musty tomes. Uh, there are a few armchairs and possibly a love seat. In the room, uh, organized around the fireplace, there is a gentle fire. Maybe a painting in there. Let's see, what else would there be? Possibly, but I would figure that they might have a separate room for uh, artistic creativity type stuff, like painting. Because you'd want better. Well, no, I guess you would want good light in the library. Does any of the so there's a big window as well. Dent for the it would be worn more than the other chair. It does look like the largest chair in the room. Uh, does have a, an is indent it where someone or frequents. The it's facing the fireplace so that the uh, the person mm-hmm. who's sitting in the chair uh, will have the light from the window on the book that they're reading. Can we see from. the arrows and bow from here? Oh, the, we are we are miles from the well, not miles. We are uh, significantly uh, away from the manor hall. Tiffany and Jessica decided they wanted to go find a library to see if there was any mm-hmm. question. That they could answer about what could be causing the the family. Any other paintings uh, on the wall? 
There may, let's say, on the, some of the larger uh, support columns between the built-in bookcases, there are some small paintings. There's a few uh, landscapes, maybe, as are very popular. There would be a painting of probably a hunting party for one of the Brentwood family out on uh, their spring hunt to, uh, to bring back a fresh trophy for a young man uh, just coming of, coming of age. Did the servant lady go? Uh, no, she's she's still hanging around. Uh, you guys didn't seem particularly uh like you needed. Where are we gonna sleep? You also didn't seem like you knew what you wanted to do next. You are uh, mm, pardon. Mm. Well, of course you're you're welcome to to stay in the uh, in the inn in the village. The the Lord said that yeah, He uh, would cover all of your expenses well, it's almost for, uh, dark. as long Let as me, you're uh, working for the family. Yes, uh, I can. I can run back to the kitchen and, and put away these dishes, and I'll, I will let the chef know that uh, mm. uh, you would like some tea. I I do I do very much like the library. Is there any book in particular that that you'd be interested in in reading? I Books can, on can ghosts. Point you in the right direction. Wait, uh, why not? Maybe okay. the answer is already uh, in the library. Weak. There's always with a lead pipe. Uh, it was Colonel Mustard in the library with the uh, candlestick. Okay, we, we don't. What what we don't have a huge selection on on ghosts. What are you looking for? Are you looking for like a a, a suspenseful story before bed, or are you looking more for yes, uh, folklore and legends? Oh, you're looking for things specific to the to the family. Are you looking to um, actually? That's good though. You're you're looking for uh, any any clues as to what could yes, be yes. the cause of the haunting in the, at the crypt, aren't you? Um, well, we don't have a huge history of enemies for the family, but uh, I can definitely point you over here, and she points you to a uh, uh, one of the the. I mean, every bookcase is pretty much full in here, and they're all built into the walls, and and crammed full of old books. Some of these, the books that she, she kind of motions at are a little bit older looking. They are a little on the thicker side, so they look like fairly large tomes. She says, if, if you are going to find anything, I feel like it'll be in these books here. These are kind of all of the, I, I don't, I don't want to say wartime activities of the family, but this is kind of the the minor conflicts that we've How uh, helped people with in the, the past. With a hard binding, like a Bible book. Like all of these books are hardbound. There, there, there aren't really any... So for this time period, I'm going to say yes, there are printing presses, since I'm saying there are pocket watches. But still, all of the, all of the books that are here are fairly rare. Some of them are going to be first editions. So they would actually have some handwritten books, mm-hmm. especially the ones that the are of the history the of the family. Hunting expeditions. Oh, if you're interested in hunting expeditions to the family, and the various trophies that we've we uh, that the 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 boys have brought home over the years, here, check this section, and she'll point uh, Merlin over to a series of journals that are over by the hunting expedition Excellent. picture on the wall. Let me use, let me use some of the dust and so, uh, check for uh, the magical I, in the area in the room. Oh, all right. Um, 
That's a 15 plus 5, that's a 20. Let's say that there isn't anything, there are no magic items in the room, but because I personally am a believer in the magic of books, you will find a, you'll, you'll be inexplicably drawn to one of the more recent journals on the hunting expeditions. You'll, you'll start to, to leave. Okay, that. I'll take one to bed with me. The, hmm. Can I take one to the she, uh, town and spend the this? night? Hey there, can I? <laughs> Hi. Pick high or low. Hi. Pick, pick high? Okay. See, he only rolls high! Oh, that, that's a 98. Okay. <laughs> I got all the 57. It was lower. So... She she looks a little surprised by your request to take the book with you, especially since it's one of the, the handwritten journals from... Actually, it's going to be from uh, Lord Reginald that Lord Reginald has written, since it's one of the more recent ones. And she's, she's going... Uh, but uh, after after a minute, or after a moment, the, the kind of surprise disappears from her face, and she says, Well, uh, you you are on the uh, in the employ of... Uh, Lord Reginald, so I I think as long as you were to bring the book back, or the, that journal back, he wouldn't have any problem with you taking it for the night. Okay, excellent. Does it have a metal clasp on the outside to hold it together by any chance? No, because these are um, books that are written in Bailey, and they're not, uh, say, uh, magical tomes. You know, they're, they're not super protected. They're just kind of a personal journal for okay. the different hunting okay. expeditions. I'll say that it's it's kind of just a, a standard... You know those yeah. art store books that you can get that are just pre-lined? It, it's something like that. But it's a it's a very nice one. It's okay. a, it's a nice we'll uh, leather-bound personal journal. I can carry it with me as we go by the graveyard. Okay, so I know... I should have I should have done this earlier. I know Merlin because I built uh, Merlin's character. Tiffany, you are, you're not a Shara. Who are you? I'm a Shara. You're a Shara. Okay. Shara. Uh, so you're a Shara, you're a Shara. Okay. Ghostlinger. Uh, Perfect ghost... for this, act, this, uh, this, you know, action. Ghostlinger. Ah, yes. A, uh, a, a rogue ninja ghost slinger. So, do you want to pursue anything in the other books, Tiffany? Maybe read something. Is there anything in the book about their enemies, or maybe someone who died really young? Yeah, we need to find some information. Uh, so, you 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 pick up one of the one of one of the books in in the section that that the that the girl. Pointed out to you. To get our tea, oh, damn gonna, it! She's gonna run off to the kitchen. Yeah, oh, it's getting dark to, outside. To, to get your tea because <laughs> we uh, need to go. <laughs> so there's there's some con- there's some conflicting. I need it to go, but also I just want to have tea before I leave. So two anyway, lumps of sugar. Um, she's gonna run off to the kitchen to go fetch your tea, uh, <laughs> and with two lumps of sugar, and she's going to. Uh, or sorry, and as you you pick up this book and you start flipping through it. It's another, you, you find another, actually here, let's do this this way. If I pick high now, he's real high, high every time. What do you think? The odds are against us. Hi. May the odds ever be a in your favor. 
yeah, okay, that's good enough. So you'll find, uh, let's say it's it's not a handwritten manuscript, but you do find a kind of a book of the history of the area, we'll say, and it it has some some legends in it. Let's say there's some. Um, Something. A young child. Oh man, foreshadowing. Let's child. see. Let me let me real quick. Let me have let me have a minute here. I gotta write down some cool things because if I'm gonna write this down. Oh no. Uh oh. I might have broke my pencil. Jessica. What? Is there a young child that may have died early in life by ill-gotten hands? Yeah. See, that's what we're looking for clues. It's like we're playing mist all over again. I know. <laughs> You gotta that. click everything. Never mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mist was like the original uh, computer game. So, in this book of the history of the area, you find. Okay, let's not start with the coolest one. We'll start with you find out that there was a in the past <laughs> there was a group called the Bandits of Brentwood that um, when the Brentwood Village was first being founded, made uh, several raids on the town, and they, they actually killed several people of the first settling party in this area. And it wasn't until the first Lord of Brentwood struck them down that the, the village was officially founded. You'll also find some rumors that since long before uh, Brentwood was established, there have been a band of dwarves that live in the cliff face by the sea, and they predate Brentwood by several hundred years, since dwarven society uh, is very long-lived and kind of predates uh, the lands as we know them now. Also find a rumor about a dragon cave that no one has been able to find, but the second Lord of Brentwood, on one of his hunting expeditions, he came back with a uh, a dragon a claw. claw. Yeah, if I was, if I would, if I'd have planned this ahead of time, I'd have had that dragon claw. In the Don't library. Glowing like Everything. crazy. So then you'll also find beyond the cliff face of the dwarves is the ocean, and let's go ahead and say it's the English Channel, and there, there are tales that any time a shipping vessel is lost in the English Channel, it is because of this mysterious ghost ship that seems to come in quickly and then disappear without a trace, leaving no survivors. That's a reference. (laughs) What was the name of that movie? With the little kids on the ghost ship that was in the rocks? The Goonies! The Goonies! The Goonies! That's the one. That's the same ship. Hey, you guys! It's either that ship or something from Pirates of the Caribbean. Alright, alright. Where's our um, tea? So, let's say... Oh, Thank you. Let's say that your tea comes back from uh, the cute little girl. She comes back with the tea. It's been a little while now. Perhaps... Oops. I hate to ask this. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness, I broke the pencil. Alright, I'm done. I hate to ask this. I hate to ask uh, this was supposed Is there a pattern yes. on the teacup? Ooh, like a coat of arms! Because these are very fancy British Lord uh, household, 
of course. It is a floral uh, pattern. It's not the family coat of arms. They're not mm. uh, well off enough to have special ordered china for every cup. But it is a very ornate pattern, and they are very nice teacups. And she comes into the room uh, with the tea on a little silver tray. And she specifically gives uh, a charis, the one with sugar. And the uh, other two uh, cups uh, she will leave on the tray with no tea poured yet. And there's a, a little a little pot of sugar so that you can add your sugar yourselves. Uh, and she will ask, would, would you like me to pour your tea? Or would you like you, to prepare it? She's asking you, people. I'll do mine. I don't mind. All right, as as you uh, you wish. The manor doesn't really close, so you're free to stay in the library as long as you want. And and please take care <laughs> not to uh, not to spill anything. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that you uh, you'll take on the precautions. <laughs> Is the floor wood? <laughs> bricks on the floor. Uh, yes, the floor is wooden. It's English. Actually, yeah, the floor is wooden. There's lots of marble around, but the house is not marble. Interesting. Well, gang, should we go to the to the inn? I'm ready. Uh, Dad, you're you're free to make a roll to read that journal that you found while we're in the library drinking the tea, or you can wait and do it when you have the book back at the, uh, the manor. Can I steal the, the cups? Uh, the end. What? <laughs> yes, yes, I would love to steal Why? Like because of the cup. Just a cup. Steal the you couldn't have taken a spoon or something? Or I mean, a cup. Cup. You're going to get us in trouble with the, with the Lord. That means we're not going to get our $200. Okay, so... Ghost, Ghost Slinger. Ghost? Ghost Slinger. I guess she is chaotic good, right? Yeah. Well, if we get in yeah, trouble, we've taken it out of your pay. So oh. We can bring it back. That sounds good. You guys don't actually know mm-hmm. yet that she's going to try and steal the cup. So I'm going to assume yep. you guys have drank the tea, you've read, read some books for a little bit, and you're going to leave, and little girl... Would you like me to roll the Which die? Which one do we need like to roll? roll? the die on your mom's phone. Alright, a d20. Ah, uh, d20. What's good and what's bad? Okay, Oops. we gotta go high. So I'm hitting. Where's uh, my die? Okay. Push roll dice. Oh, you got a one. Oh, no. A 20? <laughs> oh, well, every, everyone <laughs> knows that you're trying to steal the cup. The, uh, the, the girl, uh, I did say that the, the girl was going to tell you to pour your own. So the only people who know you're trying to steal the cup, because they're the only people in the room, are Merlin we frown and, upon you. Uh, Asharis. They left it alone. Normally, normally the way this would work, if she had not rolled a one, you guys would roll dice to see if you noticed. So what we would do, here, we're going to go through the action anyway. Tiffany, roll a d20. So, Merlin, what is your perception? I think it might be a wisdom-based stat. Uh, So what is your wisdom bonus? Okay, so you got a 10. 16. Now, because a 10 is higher than a 1, you notice. Tiffany, what did you roll? And then add your wisdom modifier. Uh, And if you have perception as a stat, or as a... uh, uh, I have perception. Then you get a plus 2. 
plus two. Okay, so you get plus two plus your wisdom bonus. Yeah, which is. Okay, so you get plus four to your sixteen. So you rolled a modified twenty, uh, which is pretty darn good. So you definitely also notice that she's trying to steal a cup. I'm not going to play your characters for you. So, being in the employ of Lord Reginald, would you guys care yes! that she's trying to steal <laughs> from you? I'm supposed to pay you two gold. I wouldn't care tomorrow. tomorrow after we killed the monster and gotten the money. So, or if uh, we just killed him. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. So, she is definitely going to be a chaotic character. Roleplay. You guys, role play. Oh, here, I'll do it up here. You guys, roleplay it out put amongst the darn yourselves. Back. Uh, what would you say to each other? I'd say put it back because there's there's no crest on it, and uh, there'd be no point in carrying it's not worth anything. In the graveyard. But it will not help us in our quest. Linger, now, linger. Uh, Jessica, ghost stalker, right? Stalker? <laughs> With the pencil that doesn't work. Ah, my goodness, i got to write this down. Just a second. Oh, fix the pen. Ghost slinger, uh, mm. Asharis. And Merlin. It's only been an hour we and a left half, law, and I'm just now writing down y'all's name. Actually, I guess it's only been about half an hour. We started late. So, Ghost Slinger, you are allowed to explain yourself and try and convince them, no, I really need this cup for some reason. Or, And if you do, they can counter uh, your argument that you need the cup, and then they can try and convince you to put it back. So, what do you say to them when they, they notice that you're trying to steal the cup? How do you try and convince them that, no, you you, really, you wanted it? She's fading out. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can come up with anything. You can, you can say that you, you just wanted it um, it because good. you don't have a cup in your, in your, uh, your, your travel pack. It say you, you lost good. your cup on the trail. You just it. think it... Yeah. Pardon? So, it it looks nice and you just want it. going to be safe if you were gone. Yep. So she says, I just really want it because it's pretty. It looks nice. So go ahead and say that. Come on. Okay, that, that's close enough. You can get into it as we go. So she says, it looks nice. So what do you guys say? Fine, whatever. Are you going to let her take it? But just this one. Considering it doesn't really matter. And, sure. and, and maybe maybe you'll you'll tell her. Again, not trying to make you play. It's coming out of your mouth. Maybe you'll tell her that if she gets caught. Uh, there you go. Okay, so Ghost Slinger, you uh, you add one fancy uh, teacup to, say to your um, to your inventory. There's, there's three of us, and there's three cups of tea. Let's take them all. Oh, oh, <laughs> you're agreeing to my plan. Let's take all the teacups. And then hide the silver tray behind the one of the books, and then we can take them to the hotel with us. And they'll think that he came and took it, took it away. So take all the evidence away. Take all of the evidence. Away. What about the teapot? Oh, is what there, about is the, there a plant? What about the, the teapot? Let's put it in the plant. So you're gonna hide the rest of the evidence. Yeah, we'll take all of the evidence. Well, if only one teacup's missing, they're probably not gonna realize that only one teacup is missing. If you guys suddenly have a silver tray turn up missing because it's hidden somewhere, there might be some questions. Uh, we don't need it! Let's roll, They're going to blame um, it on the help anyway. God, I don't know how to do this. 
Okay, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll a persuasion for Dad. Or, sorry, for Merlin. That is a seven. Plus persuasion is a wisdom stat. It's plus one. Uh, so Dad rolled. Or Merlin, you rolled an eight. Does anyone want to contest stealing everything? I think we're fine with or the one. No, do you take think it that you should just leave it well enough alone with one? Not loaded. Okay, Tiffany, uh, roll a d20. Roll a d20 on your phone. Fifteen. And, Fifteen. Uh, Dang it. Ghost blanket. Look at the trouble you've caused it. Fifteen plus two plus your proficiency bonus is nineteen. So she convinces Merlin that it, oh, it's a better idea just to God. leave it be and let it go with just the one cup. Well, if you hit all the evidence, I think it would be better to take one cup and say there's three of us, but there's one cup missing. We're all in this together. They're not going to know tomorrow when the when the uh, when the the house staff comes back in here to clean. Look, they're not well that. enough off to even have their coat of arms on the teacups. They're going to notice that the the whole tray is missing and all that. <laughs> all right, all right, just take the one and let's go. It's getting dark outside. He's scared of the dark. <laughs> it might be a McDonald's. <laughs> okay, so you guys, you guys, then you guys then make your way back out of the manor house. Looking out the window, you can tell which which orientation you're in, even though you got lost for a little bit. And you find your way back out to the uh, the main hall, and then uh, exit the manor house. The guard posted at the door is kind of wearing, you know, basic leather with a, a couple of metal pieces adorned on it to show that you know he's he's a manor house guard, and um, he will. Uh, Evening, Governor. That's a British thing to say. As two of you are uh, are female, uh, as you leave, he'll uh, click his heels together, stand up real straight, holding his spear, and uh, he'll he'll respond to you. Night, puppet. You guys head out down the long, long winding driveway that the the manor so house going, has through the the gardens on either side, back into the the, the small village that we're going north is adorned to the um, to the to the we're manor house. North. The window so, is facing um, the window is oh, facing going southeast. North. Southwest. Sure. So yes, we're going north. Well, think about it. There's a light reading. So if the okay. light comes in through the window, it has um, to be facing south. So you guys make Exactly. Yeah. Yep, it's gotta be a south facing window somehow because the light comes in through the window. That okay. makes the most sense. So you guys make your way through the gardens along, the, along out the there? driveway that leads to the um to the back into the town. Uh, the village. The manor, the, actually, yes, you, you do see, oh, wait, no, 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 I almost let you get away with it. Roll a perception. Fourteen, check. fourteen. Twenty. Here. Yes. Okay. Is that, you rolled a fourteen? Okay, then add your perception bonus plus your proficiency. Yes. Modify to eighteen. Uh, yes, and actually, aren't you an elf? It's not daytime anymore, so I don't think you get your advantage roll, but if it was daytime, you'd get to roll twice to take the higher. But with an 18, uh, you definitely see a few small um, rabbits kind of yeah. hopping through the, uh, the short grass near the, near the road and, and about the gardens. And let's say uh, with an 18, you have a high enough roll to, to see even in the dim light all the way to the, uh, the forest edge. And you see uh, a couple mm. deer uh, at the edge of the woods on the, the edge of the manor well, there house There would property. always be a fox. Mm. No. Looking for an animal! I want to. Oh, I've got to summon something. That has a well, owl. Okay. There also, uh, I don't think there's an owl, 
but let's say as you keep walking down the driveway into town, right as you're almost back into town, you'll see a uh, a couple of bats that are uh, like a that wolf. are flying around, uh, catching bugs in the, the twilight. You could be a wolf at the edge well, where those deer are. He's gonna eat them. Be a wolf or a tiger. <laughs> I mean, if there was, it 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 would have mange if it was in town, Tiffany. If you wanted an animal so bad, maybe you should I only have to sleep for four hours. So Let's see folks go and get their rest, and I'll go hunt in the woods for an animal to charm. Okay, maybe we can do that. So, as as you go back into town, uh, you'll walk through town. You guys have actually been through town once before because you had to get to the manor house. So, in town, there's the inn. You'll see a rather plain church. It's a simple... When you think of a church where it's got the the the... the the church house where it's got the kind of the steeple and then the church tower. The church tower is just a fairly plain square tower that goes up with the, the, the battlements at the top basically just being for decoration. And it has tall, tall, uh, where's the bar? Gothic windows where the where's bells the are kept in the top the of the pub? tower. Where's the pub at? Uh, Isn't that in the inn? The bar? <laughs> ah. I may need, I may need there, to get a There pint. is a pub. Uh, the the inn then is also the a tavern. Uh, the inn is also a tavern. <laughs> you had um, your tea. Now you gotta have a beer. Oh, <laughs> uh, you guys, wanna, you guys head straight away back to the back to the inn. People there. Oh, that's true. Well, the 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 inn is also doubles as the tavern. Because the people so the downstairs with the, the inn beer, is, is a tavern, and then upstairs are the rooms. <laughs> And we could get some information. Yeah, like content. Okay. We're gonna move um, our stuff straight away to the right. tavern. So are you guys heading straight away to the tavern? Tomorrow I will find an animal. You can progress to the tavern. Uh, the whole party Talk does. Talk to the bartender. Uh, what would you like to do when you get into the tavern? All right. So uh, the tavern's not super um, fancy. It's not like super well laid out money wise. They've just got fairly basic adornments, you know, wooden chairs, wooden tables. The tables are arranged in a row. Uh, you come in through the door. There's, let me roll a die. Five people uh, strewn about the place, a couple groups, maybe a two and a three, or maybe there's a couple people at the bar and then a table of three off to the side. But the. Bartender sees you when you come in. He is uh, wiping out a mug, or not a mug, a pint glass. He's wiping out a pint glass, and he'll ask you when when all the three of you come in. He'll ask. I was wondering um, about the haunting that's uh, going on. Well, what can I help you with? At the crypt, you know anything? You go ahead and walk up to the uh, to the to the bar, (laughs) and uh, you ask. Merlin has walked up to the bar at the tavern. Uh, you guys are still standing by the door. You guys, you guys can you join him. Can sit at uh, a table like. and listen to what the other people are saying. Or you can saying. stay off to the side. It's okay, up to you. we'll sit at the table. Okay, so you guys sit down at the table. I'm gonna pop back to uh, to Merlin real quick. We don't really like, like to talk about what's I'd going like on down there at the uh, the Brentwood Crypt. Mm. It's kind of creepy. Sprinkle some dust on this guy. <laughs> oh yeah. Loosen his tongue. See if you can what? I want to see if he knows anything that he's holding out on. All right, what's your intention? So you want exactly. to kind of want to be got imposing and I've a got little a bit scary because you're a big powerful wizard? Okay, uh, that's 
that's totally fine. What do you say as this magical hand uh, appears above him, uh, sprinkling some dust? At the crypt. That is, let's see, you are making what's called an intimidation check because you're attempting to be big scary, which will be uh, on your sheet. Charisma? Yeah, it's a charisma check. So on the first page it says charisma, and if there is a little dot filled in next to intimidation, you would get your proficiency bonus. Uh, <clears throat> is it uh, not under intelligent? It's under wisdom? What, which one's it under? Oh, charisma. Okay, plus one. Uh, charisma. Charisma. The one at the bottom? Uh, is there a dot filled out next to the intimidation dot skill? Would be the uh, check mark? <clears throat> performance. Okay. Do not have the intimidation. Okay, so you don't have intimidation. You get plus one to your 12, uh, and I'm going to say that that's a DC 10, so he kind of drops his tough guy attitude, and you can see him shake a little bit as he says, uh, I didn't, I didn't mean it, uh, I didn't mean to cause any trouble, uh, uh, the, the, the crypt is, is definitely scary, but, mm. uh, I don't really know what's mm. going on no, down there, uh, I can't help you very much, uh, well, I'm not going to use well, you can ask something. You can ask something more specific than can you just point me in the right do you know what's going on. I uh, might be able to help you. We need to know what's written in there. What kind of monster it is. That's what we're trying to find out. Well, well, somebody has to know. You two are sitting down no. at the uh, at the table. I am telepathically uh, telling him. Uh, unless you shout across the bar. No. No, I don't. Do you have? Uh, what is it? Sending? Do you have sending magic? Because that's a that's a thing. You have to have that skill or that spell. So, for your question about pointing him in the right direction, I ha- I do have an answer for that. What? Uh, yes. Uh, I I I think I do know I do know somebody who who would be able to help you. Uh, uh, uh last last week there was there was two squires in here. They came in. From 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 uh, the, the the other manor, uh, the other the other lord's place uh, down the, down the road a ways. Uh, I, I forget the names. Uh, yeah, well, but they would definitely know what's going on. They're the I only ones who've gone in there. I have a firebolt that I could throw at you. <laughs> he he actually he ducks down a little bit behind the bar, and he 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 again uh, says. Uh, 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 I, I'm telling you everything okay. I know. Uh, please, we'll please you. don't wreck my bar. Can you bring us a pint? Oh, now, now you, now you're talking my language. Just, just if you do get drunk, <laughs> please don't start throwing fire around. Uh, everything in here wood. is made of wood. Which... Dad, I'm going to stomp my stick down on the floor and walk to the table. All right. Uh, he will uh, very, very hurriedly. He will put together a pint. Actually, he's going to go ahead, because you sit down at the table with the other two, he's going to go ahead and take the liberty of, uh, he'll pour three pints from the, from the, one, from the tap behind the bar, and he'll, he'll bring out, he'll go ahead and bring out those three pints to the table on a, a small wooden tray, because they don't, they don't have, they're not fancy here, they don't have silver trays. So, he'll, he'll bring those to the table, he'll say rather coyly, uh, that that'll be uh 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 ten ten silver, and that's that's cheaper than the normal price. All right, because, we're going to because, charge uh, that. We'll uh, pay you uh, that I'll tomorrow. Cut you deal. We don't get uh, paid I really don't want to be trouble. 
what, what do you mean you don't get paid until uh, tomorrow? Who, who, Paul who, who are you working for? He's going to give us money tomorrow. I wrote you paid for a... Oh, oh, uh, why didn't you say so? Yes, I, we, we, I was, t I didn't, I'm so sorry, I didn't know that was you, uh, you, 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 you came in awful, awful heated, uh, if I'd have realized you were the adventurers that is working for, for, uh, Lord Reginald, a anything you need, it, it's all in the house, he already said, your expenses are covered as long as you're working, uh, to, uh, to, to solve the, the, what, what's going on down at the crypt, uh, for the family. Uh -oh. Uh, everybody in town loves, loves the family. Love the well, That's what most of us do. Boy, I wish I had a mute button right now. <laughs> You're gonna grab your uh, your drinks and 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 start start drinking. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're kind of a, a light uh, a lighter lighter ale drink. He'll uh, he'll he'll keep going. But well, uh, I I pretty much thought everybody in town was 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 uh, a fan of the the Brentwood family they they've always been good to the, everyone in the village but uh recently ever, ever since about a month ago the the town crier has been saying some uh some some pretty some pretty bad stuff uh about the family about how they're they're not taking care of the village and they're they're hoarding <sighs> hoarding gold over there in the manor and and, and Does he not come out doing at 10 what's right by the people all as well <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know uh, how, how late the town crier would call the time. I'll be for him. Uh, but, yeah, 10 o'clock. Why not? Oh, sorry. That was, I was yes, getting sir. out of character. I, I don't. So you say, uh, I'll be waiting for him? Merlin. Merlin. Uh, well, uh, Merlin. my, my, uh, Mr., uh, Mr., uh, what was your name again? My, my, Mr. Merlin, you are, uh, you are definitely, this, uh, one of the most aggressive mages <laughs> I think I have ever met. He's getting paid for killing. What did she say? I missed it. It was very quiet. <laughs> We're not talking about just uh, well, action. We better, we better go to sleep so we can get up tomorrow uh, and get some killing on. Uh, let's see. Where are we? You guys, you guys are actually okay. Uh, you haven't been in combat. Travel doesn't really affect you too bad other than like when you don't go to sleep if like you were to stay up all night and then immediately go to the crypt that would be a problem but um what's your oh, name do you have any other questions for the uh the the bartender oh of course uh, i'm sorry very rude of me my name is cedric and i as as long as you're good by the good by the brentwood family you're good by me i named oh, it already back it's called the swiggly duckling name the tavern I uh, like to name the I tavern. The <laughs> I get the reference. The snuggly duckling. What was the bartender's name? Cedric. He works at the snuggly duckling. Oh, and he has a dream. Yep. I've got a dream. <laughs> I wonder if he looks like Sir Cecil Cedric. With the split teeth. Remember him back in the day? With that water. Close it. So we're staying at the Britwood Inn near the church. <laughs> yeah, you guys aren't at the uh, aren't at the aren't in the library anymore, so you can spill things all you like. Now we're eating. Yeah, you're downstairs in the uh, in the tavern of the uh, tavern portion of the inn. Uh, I'm actually gonna say yes. They uh, you have the attention of pretty much everyone in the bar. Uh, it's not. Particularly Are there two normal, men together? Uh, to see mages or running around alone? Uh, doing magic. No one is alone. Uh, there are five other people in the bar besides you guys, and inc not including the bartender, Cedric. 
two of them are up at the bar drinking, and then three of them are at a table, two on one side of the table, one on the other side of the table, they're square tables, and they are finishing off a meal, but kind of hushedly talking amongst themselves and glancing over at you guys from time to time. Yes, everybody is male, except for uh, there is one rather gruff-looking female, no, not a dainty type, We'd have a better uh, chance in, to in talk group of three at a table uh, eating. <laughs> well, they're at the bar. Let's buy them a drink. Let's go up and talk to them. We'll get them drunk, and then they'll tell us the truth. That's what I just That's drew. True. Well, they, they may already be drunk. You don't know to. Just say something. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> Well, Jessica, Jessica you're going to have to talk are. up. I can't hear you. <laughs> Let's take our drinks. Ooh, ooh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's do this, let's do this a different way. Thank you, Jessica, Jessica, would you like to I think that's sneak a great up idea. behind them? Yeah, you stole a freaking cup. <laughs> you are a very sneaky individual. All right, roll some dice and sneak up behind them, please. Actually, okay, roll, uh, roll a moment, D20, please. Jessica. Exactly. The tank. <laughs> Why do you roll Hashimara so low? I library. don't know. Hashimara has been saved. Six. Okay, now, she should yes, have proficiency yes, three, and she has stealth. And I believe she has a rather high dexterity modifier. Yes. A plus three, and she has stealth. Okay, so hmm. she gets the proficiency bonus of plus two, and she gets the plus three for her high dexterity. So that gives her an eleven. With an 11, because I'm going to say it's a relatively easy thing to do, these guys are kind of drunk at the bar, and they're not... I mean, I said they were paying attention to you. They were paying attention when Merlin was at the bar. Once he went away from the bar, they started kind of talking to each other and not paying as close attention. So Ghost Slinger silently steps away from her chair after Asharis tells her that we that you guys need to talk to someone else in the bar to find out what's going on in town. And uh, she'll sneak up behind them, and they have no idea. And the uh, the other table of three that are watching you, uh, they might realize what she's trying to do, but they're too afraid of you guys to say anything. So you are right behind these two guys at the bar. What do you want to do? You're listening? Yes, I'm listening. I would have tried to kill them. Oh, you, just want to them? you don't actually want you don't want to like scare them or anything. Chaotic <laughs> good. Chaotic good. Well, yes, bad. that would be bad. Yes. You'll you'll get to kill lots of people. I, I promise. I promise you guys will get to kill lots of people. So you don't have to just kill random people that I generate. I promise there are ones to kill. Let me uh, put them. Okay, so you're going to listen in on them, and they have no idea that you're there. Let me there. put them in a box. Uh, they are... But then they don't know anything. What was that? Well, that will probably make them turn around. Right now, they're not paying attention you roll to, a... uh, to the uh, Can you roll a dice and see what they're standing saying? right behind? Well, I'm going to, I guess, crouch down, like, right behind them. She straight up just gets to hear what they're saying. She's close enough that there's no way she can miss it. I'm going to have to invent a conversation real quick. Just a moment. We're going to say that guy on the right says to guy on the left, Can you believe that, uh, that, that this is the, 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 the group that the, that the Lord has brought in to help deal with the problem at the crypt? I've, I've never seen a wizard before. That was pretty crazy. 
the way they scared the bartender. That was awesome. And the guy on the left's going to go, yeah, I wish I was a mage, but I've always been rubbish at studying. There's no way that it's I can focus on all the old tusky it's... books. Well, they're not necessarily... Yeah, usually that's the I mean, place to they're not the bad guy. You know, there's some guys in the bar. We're here. I want to know what's in there before we go in there. Well, you see, that's the other thing. To know, to know what's in there... You'd have to ask. Yeah, you cool? They're not going to talk be. about what's in the crypt if there's really cool things happening in the bar. Ghost Slinger, you could uh, do anything. So I don't want to put it into your head, but you could totally like just clasp them both on the back at the exact same time to intimidate them into telling you more about what's in the crypt. But you'd have to tell me <laughs> what really cool thing you said. Walking away. When you do it. Yep. Oh, no. Oh, you're going to walk back to the table? Okay. Nobody heard that but you. So what yeah, do you what guys did you do? Hear? Are you going to ask her what she heard? Nothing important, she says. Nothing important. Everything's important. I want to know every word. <laughs> that is a 14... Plus that one wisdom for persuasion. So, Jessica, if you don't want to... Or, sorry, Ghost Slinger, if you don't want to tell Merlin what happened, I'm going to need you to roll higher than a 15. I already forgot. What was it? Or you can tell <laughs> I already forgot. Well, if you just want to tell him, cool. I you can just tell him, I tell him that they said he they, was cool. Yeah, they wanted to be a mage. Well, one of them said yeah. They haven't seen nothing yet. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> so, do, do no. you want to go ask no, them okay. about what's going on in the crypt? No, yes. You walked yeah. away, but I mean the other two. They could just yeah. walk up and ask. Okay, so Asharis is, gonna, is just going to get up. Are you going to try to tell me about it, or are you just going to like I'm a woman. And just walk across with your heavy boots. going to go up to them and yeah, say, So, what are the rumors? Of what's in the crypt. Or it's muggly or muggly. But, yeah. Okay. Tiffany. Who are you talking to? The one on the right or the one on the left? They're just both of them. They're in afraid of what's in the crypt. But they're all afraid, aren't they? That's why they hired us. Yeah, that, that's basically why they hired... Well, why the manor lord hired you is because nobody in town would go in there uh, after the uh, the squires didn't come back. The The one on the right... Is going to answer you, and he's going to say, uh, "Roll a uh, 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 roll a persuasion." Is it a D twenty? Ah, it's under charisma. Sixteen. You're going to say. Yes, everything's a D twenty so far. I have a charisma bonus. Plus your charisma bonus plus persuasion proficiency if you have it. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Plus something under charisma. Hmm. Oh no. Do you have persuasion? Oh, well, then you're... What did you say it was, a 16? Well, your 16 becomes a 15, then. But that's okay. That's good enough. I'll give you... I'll give you a... I'll give you a hint. In fact, let me... Uh, I, I should have done this earlier. He says, I'm sorry, miss. I... I, I don't... I don't know uh, what's in the crypt. No one's gone down there. But... But you guys are adventurers. Surely you've encountered stuff like this before. Uh, and with that, I'd another like to roll one. another d20. Fifteen. 
God. A 15? So, uh, that, that's just gonna be a, a history check. What is your intelligence? And do you have proficiency Nothing in for either of those. Okay, you said it was a 15? Alright. With a 15, I'm going to tell you that your character has definitely done something like this before. You've definitely been adventuring in places where there are hauntings. And you know that you might find specters, ghouls, zombies, skeletons, possessed animals. Maybe an undead animal. What is that wolf thing? Only if there is one. (laughs) Well, you better figure it out. (laughs) Oh, that would be cool. I don't know how that would work. Tomorrow we have to go to the ocean and find those little people that live down there. Because you guys are small and you can blend in with them. What? I had to get all the way across. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, what? Kate. These are not Keebler elves. Oh, no. These are Lord of the Rings elves. They are tall. I believe that Asharis is like six foot tall. Two. And I think Ghost Slinger is a half elf and she's probably intimidate five foot three. Guys. I don't have intimidation. Oh, I do. Well, they're still fairly tall. Well, Okay, uh, Merlin, I would like for you also to roll a die, so I'm going to make a history check for you. Well, crud. It's plus three for your intelligence, uh, and you have history proficiency, Nine, so it's, it's plus one. So the six turns into a, an eleven. So you get an eleven. So with that, uh, I'm going to... You are studied enough. You've read in the past about haunted Ooh. crypts. And you know that there is a good possibility okay. that you're going to encounter undead creatures. So that's that's another thing you can do. I didn't mention. If you guys think your character would know something, so uh, I ran into this in a campaign that I'm in uh, called Elemental Evil, where everything is all about elements. So water, wind, fire, and earth, right? Well, I don't know what's weak to what in the D&D universe, so I would ask the DM, okay, this is a fire elemental, do I know what fire elementals would be weak to? And then I'll roll. They'll usually make me make an arcana check to find out if I know what spells they would be weak to or what their, um, if they have any resistances. So like a fire elemental, if you roll well, you're going to find out, oh yeah, well, fire elementals are immune to fire. So you guys can do that too. You can make me tell you about the okay. creatures you're fighting by rolling to see if you've well, encountered them I think them I'm ready before. to go to bed. Or if you've read about them in a book. Like, so we're going to go to the, our rooms now? Yeah. Because I'm ready to get up tomorrow and kick some butt. Hey, kill first light. In, in the game. <laughs> okay. You guys are going to go back to Cedric and pick up your keys for the the rooms at the Snuggly Duckling. As you, as you head upstairs, you each get your own room. The Lord's paid for you each to have your own room. You don't have to sleep together, but you can. If you're if you're concerned that like if you're apart then you're an easy target or whatever. So as you head up the stairs, he's he's gonna call out to you. I sure hope you guys can uh, can take care of that the 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 issue down at the crypts tomorrow. Well, right. It sure would make everybody we'll take care of super happy. All right, yeah, you get him. All right, and so you guys head upstairs for the night, and you're gonna you're gonna tuck in unless unless. And unless no, uh, uh, Asharis would like to the, uh, head out into the woods for four hours to go find animals. Uh, these three keys are for the first three rooms, 
on the second floor. Uh, you go down that to the corner of there, the closest you'll find the, the stairs up, and, and <laughs> you guys can have any any of the first three rooms. You have an outhouse in this room? Every room uh, is equipped with a own chamber pot. And don't worry about it, we'll throw it out the window for you tomorrow. Oh my god. I love it. I love it. Dad have is writing down chamber oh, yeah, pot look at that. on a piece of paper. Well then, I guess you're right. He is the wizard. I'm going to solve this thing. Well then, I guess as soon as as soon as I find my glowing orb with facets on it. <laughs> well, I guess look, we're right. Terrific. Tomorrow, when we go back to the house, I want to pick up one of those arrows. Well, so now you're uh, going uh, steal. Uh, <laughs> First, I steal a cock. Oh now I'm gonna God. try and steal an arrow. Well, the arrow. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know, Jessica, Jessica, you know when you're working for somebody, you can just ask them for stuff. That's a thing, too. You're like, can I have a cup? Why, sure you can have a cup. I'm going to give you 200 gold. A cup costs like 10 silver. If I shoot an arrow into the sky, it might go in a direction that would tell me something. I have one of those. Give it to us, sorry. shoot an arrow into the sky, you would meet a foe. All right, so you guys go up to your rooms for the night. I'm assuming you all okay. go to different rooms and bed down for the night uh, to get your rest. So this is the point where, actually, I should have let Dad do fog earlier because you'd get it back after this rest. So at the end of the okay. night, or at the end of the day, when you go to sleep, or if you sleep through the day, whenever you bed down for eight hours, or in Tiffany's case, four, you get to reset everything on your sheet so that if you've used any spells or lost any health, it all comes back. Or if you've used any dice, you which will cover me. your health on a short rest. So, I don't think you guys have used any spells. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. I forgot that I was going to make you go to sleep. I didn't think you guys were going to spend an hour and a half in the manor house. I thought you were going to do what Jessica wants to do, which is go kill stuff. Why we were intimidating. But it's okay. It's all good radio. Grandma's loving it. And intimidating uh, the peasants. What do they say in Monty Python? I They're uh, some sort of commune. Right, so, <laughs> you got um, two coconuts and you're banging them together. Um, so, uh, you guys wake up uh, the next morning. You hear a rooster crow in the distance. <laughs> no, uh, no, 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 so you guys wake up to the sound of uh, the rooster crowing and the sun's coming in through the, the light in your rooms. Nothing was disturbed during the night. There was nothing untoward happened to you. Sometimes that can happen. Here, let me roll some dice to prove it. Nope, you're good. Nothing happened. So you guys, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to assume you're going to get up. You're going to go downstairs and, and maybe be having you know breakfast. What breakfast is, don't you? What's breakfast? Oh, dang it, I hate it. Unless it's a special one where they have beans. An English muffin with eggs. And hot blue eggs on the plate. Doesn't matter, it's an English breakfast. Can you imagine the gap that this guy there's, makes? There's beans. With beans. beans. And with bacon. With eggs. And toast. I took a picture of it. And, and let's say, because oh, you guys are special <laughs> guests, uh, there are also some exciting. carrots yeah. and toast. What are the carrots for? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna roll. Oh oh my goodness, uh, Cedric Cedric hears you mumbling under your breath about sushi, and he says, uh, "I'm I'm I'm sorry, ma'am. I I am not familiar with the how how one would make." Uh, We're what, ten what miles from the ocean for uh, sushi. Where? What? What? What is it? I'm just. Uh, Where, actually, I'm just from question. someone Where is from the land of Where the, are you from? Uh, you dress the Hinley Village. Very strangely, uh, mm. I'm going to guess it's from far away. Uh, you your your, uh, your accent is uh, hard to place. No, actually, I'm a Japanese ninja. Deal with it. Nobody. What? Uh, are you going to tell him? Um, are you gonna tell him it's a, a fish? Just fish made a fish, bro. Well, uh, if if you come back to stay another night, I'll uh, I'll do my best to uh, to get together some fish breakfast. Kippers. For We're you. talking about they have kippers. Although that's that's very strange. Yeah, uh, most of us around In here wouldn't have fish for breakfast. Kippers for breakfast? Yeah, kippers for breakfast. Okay. <laughs> Like me. Like I said, most folks wouldn't have that. Only strange people <laughs> like my sister. Yeah. And her strange offspring. Okay, so you guys you guys eat your breakfast, what whatever they laid out for you. It's it's all complimentary, uh uh compliments of the, the Lord uh Reginald. Again he he's gonna wish wish you um uh wish you luck in your endeavors today. Uh, as oh, you're not going to the graveyard towards the, uh, towards the graveyard. Well, I want to ask the the men if they've done any hunting lately. After I read this book, and I miss missed my ten o'clock appointment. I'll <laughs> through it before before you go to bed. All right, okay. before you go to bed, let's say all that right. the reason you missed your ten o'clock appointment is because you were reading yeah. that journal. So I'm gonna roll a die. And see what happened uh, while you were reading the journal. Not bad at all. Uh, so, you are going to intelligence check. I'm just going to make a standard intelligence. We're going to give a plus three on this 14. So that's a 17. And with a 17, you're going to notice as you're reading the journal of the hunts that frequently, on the last several hunts, there have been run-ins. I've lost him. Ah, there we go. Uh, there have been run-ins with Lord Taylor of White and his family. They are one of the neighboring lordships in the area. It it almost seems as if there's a rivalry that was friendly at first. But seems to have turned rather wow, sour that's, that's uh, as you've read through the journal. It doesn't tell us what kind of animals there are out there. <laughs> oh my that's goodness, you know that there's undead skeletons, zombies, <laughs> uh, possibly possessed animals, and ghosty things. <laughs> what does your charm spell Jeez. say? I've given you rabbits. Why did you give her a I gave you rabbits. I gave yes. you a bat. You I would not charm a deer. deer. What's it gonna do? What do you want? Do you need an aggressive animal? <laughs> His owl is more useful than the deer. The owl could uh, fly up and look around. And you could ride on it. I don't need an owl. His owl. A wolf. 
Maybe so why do you need a maybe second a owl? What do you need? Maybe a link. <laughs> well then you're gonna have to wait more than more than an hour and a half into the game. Charm the dire wolves. The wolves. Those and are the if you're not careful, the first wolves you're gonna find are dire wolves and they'll eat you. Mom, they come in packs. But you have persuasion. You can only charm one and they come in packs. <laughs> I don't talk to a woman. I mean, uh, What about dead animals cells? Are you going to do anything about them? I think I do. Actually, that's true. You can totally have speech with animals. But I don't think Dad uh, has speech with animals. Animal handling. I don't uh, think. Good do you? Ah, you're just going to make it harder on me. What's the guy's name that we're working for? Reginald. Reginald? Reginald? Uh, that would be yeah. Lord Reginald. Reginald. Yes, Reginald. it's Reginald. I keep trying to and say Lord Reginald. Yeah, see, I have animal friendship, Derek. That's not animal speech. It's animal handling. Yes. <sighs> but you can't. You know, you do know this spell lasts for 24 him. hours, right? And then the animal leaves. You could have charmed any of those animals. I you don't, don't want to waste it. Twenty four hours and taking it with you into the crypt, but instead you're waiting for the specific animal. It is 8:31, if We've been at it for two charm, hours, you guys. We can charm an animal, Tiffany. Yes. We can take it with us to the crypt, and if there's a monster in there, we okay. can Send it in first. Let him in there first, exactly. Yes. See what happens. Well, what would you put in there? A bunny? Well, the deer would have been fine. Yeah, right. We don't want something that fights back. Remember. And, and no, I do. I want something that fights with me. I have some fights with you? Yeah, there's, oh. all, there's all this stuff. In the DC book? Yeah. Yes. Yes, eventually. Eventually you want something that fights with you. But if you'd have done it yesterday, it would have been with you all of today. And then if it died, it wouldn't be a big deal. Then you have to if find another an one. Animal that I just want to see what's going to be eaten or not. It could eaten. die. And then you have to start all over again. I don't think bats bite people. I don't even... I really thought you'd take the bat. Because it can fly and bite people. Mm. When did you say bats last? They do when last. they're charmed by you. But there's some amazing animals yep, in the I said that after I realized what she was trying to do. I tried to throw her a bone. A rabbit's not going to help. Yeah. Unless you pull it out of a hat. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You want to know what I pull out of a hat? A, a wolf. What animals yeah, wolves are, in the are interesting. That you're interested in? Wolves are the best. Mm. Okay, she wants a wolf. Why? Who's gonna? What else do you want? Anything else of interest? We shouldn't do this while we're recording, but whatever. Uh, exactly. This is Cockney. We wanted to hear how we play D and D. We wanted to hear me make funny Cockney accents too. <laughs> Bang is a mash. Bang is a mash. <laughs> no, I didn't even mention bubble and squeak one time. I would have. Oh, I didn't, even hear, in the old. I didn't even hear Jessica. It's not loading, let's just carry on. Alright. I mean, I think once I level 3, I can just get an animal. Build an adventure around places where those animals might be found. Well, then, interestingly, All right. uh, where are we going? after you get through this adventure, you might be level 3. Uh, it is, in fact, tomorrow. 
And are you are you Is cool? Jessica talking? Are you good to continue on, Jessica? Are you willing to stick with us? I'm just asking. What? I, I yes. I do want to ask before you guys head out. There is a shop in town. You could try and maybe see if the uh, Lord Regent's line of credit, Lord Reginald's line of credit, is good at the shop for you guys to get some potions or. Do they have a uh, ball? Rope or anything like that. They something. <laughs> You guys, you, you all want everything that you can't request yeah, after right now. The whole point of this is you have to quest after it. You don't just get it right now. Okay. Jimmy's so, store. On your way out of town, Harry Potter, you run past the store. Do you want to name the store? First thing. Oscar's store. That's why you're going to the store. But it can't be Oscar Jimmy's the, store because Oscar the store the owner is Oscar. Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, it's Oscar. Let, let's say, let's go ahead, let's say that this, this store is adjacent to the a, uh, a uh, church, a puck, and a it's an apothecary. I don't even know what that means. Apothecary? It's an apothecary. I don't think that's how you say it. It's a drug store. It's a drug store. The drug store. An apothecary is heavy on the... Ugh. So, it's an apothecary. It's an old-timey drug store. They've got medical herbs. They've got some salves. They might have some oil, maybe. Some scented oils. And you go you go into this store. There's lots of little vials all over the walls behind the, the, ca- the counter. Uh, in the store, is uh, as soon as you walk in the door, you hear a little bell chime behind you. And a friendly little old man from behind the counter, he's just taller than the counter. Not a dwarf, still human, but just taller than the counter height. I would like to buy uh, some he pops up from behind there and says, Oh, good morning! How can I help you? Well, it is very nice to meet you, Merlin, and I can definitely help you out with some glycerin. I've got small vials uh, like this, adventurers. Uh, that are just a little I am, uh, I'm working for Lord uh, Reginald. Oh, so uh, he said we had an open checkbook. Oh, so adventurers. Lord Reginald, huh? The 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 family of the of of the the manor house. Uh, well, uh, I'm sure that uh, Lord, if 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 Lord Reginald says that uh, he will support your line of credit, the small uh, bottle will do. Yes, yes, of course. Some... Yes, here. Uh, which which would you like? Don. The large bottle or the small one? <laughs> Are you making bubbles? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Very good soap. I'm not sure what they called it back then. Glycerin. <laughs> and let's let's go with um Oh, what would they call it? Oh, soap? I don't know. Let me let me I don't want to do it on the computer, let me look over here. Uh, calls it soap. Laurel soap. Okay. Ah. Let's go with uh laurel soap. Yes, yes, we we, we also have uh, some laurel soap that we could we could give you. That's, and that wouldn't be a problem at all. All right, and 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 he he turns around behind you and he, off the wall he pulls a a large or no the small bottle of glycerin and and a um uh, uh I need a uh, small, six foot of rope. Uh, uh, vial small rope. of scented liquid soap. Clothesline. Uh, Clothesline. Uh, well, we don't have the heavy duty stuff uh, that you'll find at the other okay. stores, but. I can definitely help you out with something like a clothesline. Yes, that shouldn't be a problem. And uh, he'll he'll get underneath the counter and uh, he'll pull out. You said six feet. Does the glow? All right, and he'll pull out I, uh, six feet no. of, uh, of 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 clothesline rope 
from under the counter. Yeah, what do you and mean? I'll hand it over to you. Throwing stars? Shurikens. <laughs> What's a shuriken? Throwing stars. Oh, throwing stars, basically. Excellent. Oh, uh, well, uh, I'm so sorry, but our, our little town is not, is not really big enough to have a blacksmith. No blacksmith? Uh, we, <laughs> how about a belt buckle? A cap. You seem like you have some equipment already Give with you. Well, she's not going to throw belt buckles at people, I should hope. But uh, since you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a leap, a leap of, of, of logic here. Uh, I'm going to assume you guys are headed off to the crypt today to hopefully deal with our little um, haunting problem. So I'm, I hope I'm not overstepping my bounds because I, I, if, if I am, I'm, I'm uh, I'll, it'll, it'll break the bank for me. But uh, I do have these, these two health potions that I've been working on that, that might help you. In 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 your adventure, I had two more, but well, don't the, the squires the that came that you through town uh, last week, they, um, they took two. And, no, and we need those. Yeah. Ashara. Well, just just remember, remember yeah. to do what most adventurers forget. Not uh, while you're the secret is drink it before you die. <laughs> no, while you're dying is fine as well. Just make sure you're not dead first. That's that's the that's real what a secret. Does. Uh, see, if you're that's already what dead, to do. if you're already dead, it won't do you much good. <laughs> Your arms off. <laughs> see, Thank you. And that little girl is what you call for. All right, put that on our bill. We're, on the scale, uh, we're does, work does, does, does Merlin we'll take uh, take we're both potions, or uh, is one of the other two of you going to take one? I'll take one. Well, there were only two, I'm afraid, because I said the number two. Yeah, I'm the tank. That's fine. Tiffy's the most likely to get hit in the face anyway, so she doesn't need one. I will be out front. Yes. While you're throwing daggers from behind. children. <laughs> Oscar is, is going to say, I, I wish you the, the greatest of luck on your future adventures, and, and may you uh, A giant not dead have fish. any trouble with uh, whatever <laughs> it is. That is uh, dis- disrupting our uh, our good family's crypt. Okay, we're we're moving on. All right, and you guys, I'm gonna assume you guys are gonna walk out of the store now and continue down towards the uh, the graveyard. Are we seeing right. animals? And uh, I'm gonna say that the graveyard is on the other side of the church, on the outskirts of town. Well, she's doing that. Uh, and my insanity. Roll a d20. Oh, no. Thirteen is the roll. Okay, so I don't know what to add to it. Is it a roll of 13 or a total mm-hmm. of 13? So we got perception and we got two uh, wisdom. Perception. Okay, so you add mm-hmm. your proficiency bonus, so which is plus seven. two, and your Three. two wisdom you said, so that's plus four, to your 13, so that's that's a 17. All right, so with a 17, I uh, see a long you're way. not out of town, you're not in the woods, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not night, so there aren't any bats around, but... Because you rolled pretty good uh, with the 17, I'm going to say you can see a couple of finches perched on a roof nearby. Oh, let's take that. But up beyond the finches, that a falcon you cool. see a circling falcon. See, now he has to look it up. <laughs> see, Dad, uh, we can send the falcon and the... Oh, no, he has to take it back. I do. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I wait, assume wait. so. What do I have to do? 
I don't know. What's your spell? Mm. So while I'm looking up the falcon, you, you maybe should read aloud what your spell does. This spell lets you convince a beast that you mean it no harm. Oh, wow. It must see and hear you. If the beast's intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Otherwise, the beast must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be charmed by you for the spell's duration. The race? Oh, you're going to hate this. Well, its intelligence is not higher than four, so the spell can work. But uh, I sent Falcon. Uh, the actual animal is a hawk in the back of the book. That was the one I was thinking of. You sound like a hawk. Okay. Well, let's do this thing. You're not. You're not going to believe it. If beast is intelligent uh, so or higher, the spell what did you say? Had Otherwise, the beast must succeed on a throw? wisdom saving throw. What is your spell save DC? Should be on the third page with your spells. No falcon. The, uh, the, the dungeon I'm master is terrible. <laughs> I rolled a 13. That's <laughs> not my fault. It's right here. It's a 13. I thought it was going to pass because the, the bird's wisdom is 14, but uh, then I realized that your spell saved DC, not his wisdom. So, uh, no, the hawk the hawk ignores you. Well, and, maybe uh, something cooler will come along later. Go, like a yogurt bomb or something? Go on his way. I'm sorry. Continuing on! Yeah, okay. You guys are headed out of town, past the church, towards the uh, graveyard where the crypt is. Um, are there any trees? We are officially on to the uh, third paragraph that I have written in my notes. Uh, I'm going to read this real quick, yes. and then I'm going I'm to orate it to you guys. A large bubble and drifted over the front of the uh, crypt door. I was thinking some Steven Universe style where. Okay, so there's this character named Steven. Wait, Derek. There's this character named Steven, and he can make a bubble okay. that goes around him. So basically, it's like a protective bubble. Okay. <laughs> I wonder if it would protect us against whatever's inside. I don't know. Well, if it pops, it'll definitely get in his eyes and then slow him down anyway. <laughs> but it may get in our eyes, too. Well, we'll be, we'll know that. When it pops, we're not gonna, we'll close our eyes. But they won't know when it's gonna pop. We will. Worth a try. As you guys oh, leave no. town, you, you can see the crypt in the distance. It's on top of a hill in mm. the middle of a flowery graveyard. The grass is still green with the morning dew, but strangely, there's no sound from wildlife around. A winding path makes its way through the ornate headstones dating back for generations. It doesn't seem uh, as if this place has been violated by undead. The mausoleum that leads to the crypt is an off-white stone building with a terracotta roof tiles. The torches are still lit from the night before, proof that the groundskeeper is trying his best to pacify the restless spirits that are calling out in the night. Is as you guys key? approach the building, you is can there see that there's a heavy door on the front of the mausoleum. What do you want to do? Asharis approaches the door to well, the mausoleum and where does the ground the door live? It's locked. Wait a minute. Aren't you some sort of thief over here? You can pick the lock. The groundskeeper. Let's break the door down. Okay, I, I think she can pick it. Uh, I have the power to fix it. No, I think um, she can pick it. 
Jessica has a crowbar. All of these things are valid. Which direction would you like to go first? Can I use my crowbar? Thieving tools to open locks. Oh, well, let's use that. Oh, please do that. Yes. She says yes. She does have thieving tools to open locks. Would you like to roll a d20 to try and unlock the door? A d20. Push the button. Eleven. You make light work. Actually, wait, wait. I have to. It's eleven plus. Light of hand um, and three plus dexterity modifier modifier plus her sleight of hand proficiency. What is it actually? Five. So sixteen. Okay. She makes such light work of this lock that you did. You think maybe the door wasn't actually locked. Uh. You just it was just stuck and she just like it touched when it and the door opened opens? up. You made it look so easy like 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 butter, like it wasn't ever locked at all. It was super yeah. easy work. Obviously. Uh she unlocked it. Would you like yeah. to open it? Yeah. Alright, so you're gonna open the door, Jessica? Or sorry, ghost slinger. Okay. Upon entering the mausoleum, there is a single room inside with a tapestry hanging at the far end, and there are a few Vase filled with flowers. The walls have plaques adorning them wow. with the Can names of those who names? are buried below. But there is no obvious entrance to the crypt. Would I'm you like to make a perception here, check? Actually. actually, everybody, everybody can make a perception check. I'll roll. I'll roll for uh, for Merlin. Of course, Merlin, you are distracted by uh, by something, perhaps. The intricate stonework has caught your attention, well, uh, and you are not paying particular attention to the inside oh, no. of uh, of this this uh, mausoleum. Help at all. Oh, you what, are, what are we doing? You, you rolled a one. That one. Oh, like what we're seeing? Yep. Roll we didn't see anything. For the inside of the mausoleum. Yep. Mm. No, Dad. Uh, Merlin didn't see anything. He rolled a one. He got distracted by the uh, the pretty stonework on the mausoleum entrance. So maybe there's like a picture of a, a small that lady uh, let's say there's an artistic carving of a, a stag uh, yeah. and a, a small a dog mansion next to ride. It by the door. Yeah. He's looking at that. Hurry back! Hurry back! Oh yeah, she's terrible. Thirteen! Okay. What, uh, is that with uh, your proficiency bonus and stuff? Oh, I have perception and wisdom, so uh, it's uh, 17. Should be wi- uh, sorry, wisdom should be for, uh, 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 sorry, uh, perception. 15. 17? How about how about you, uh, Ghost Slinger? What did you roll? Okay. It has no wisdom or perception. 15 to 17? Oh, wait, that was her roll? Okay. Uh, what's her... Oh, so this is flat 15? So... Ghost Slinger, as you look around this room, investigating the, um, the the plaques on the walls, you see lots of family names from the Brentwood history. Let's see. You're going to see... Uh, you're going to see some disturbed soil in one of the flower pots in the corner of the room. And perhaps you're going to see the... What's this called? This is jazz. There's no breeze. Uh, the the you're gonna see some slight waving in the in the tapestry uh, on the wall. Okay. Well, I mean it's a crypt. Well, at least you're looking for a crypt. You're in a mausoleum, and 
Asharis, what you see is you also see the uh, waving of the tapestry in the fairly still room, uh, and you can see some scratches on the floor at the base of the tapestry. Uh, They look like... um, But you need to look in the dirt first. Then I'll look at the dirt, you look at the tapestry. Okay. It looks like the dirt is dirt. But all of the dirt seems to be like it was poured out towards the center of the room. Not, so, like, not like the whole open thing is empty, door but like the, the dirt that has spilled specifically looks like it has spilled towards the room. Yeah, Mom. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I'm thinking they've hidden the key in the pot. Yeah, that's totally that's why the dirt looks work. like, you know, rumbled around. So the key is in the bottom of the pot. Behind the tapestry, Can of I course. check the dirt? So then you push on the, on the uh, you, you know, the block. Not place in this room for the key to go. It's Indiana Jones. Maybe you push on a move. So, okay, okay, okay. Are you in, are you looking at the tapestry or are you going to look behind the tapestry? When you look at the tapestry, you see another one of those mustachioed gentlemen is on the face of the tapestry. And, no way and as you pull the tapestry right. the there's the room door. is stretching. No there's no way out. <laughs> We're in the hot kitchen. So, Ghost Slinger... You're going to look at the potted plant in the corner. Mm. So it Can looks like the dirt, the dirt uh, <laughs> fell forward out of the pot into the room. So what do you want to do with it? Yes, you How can dig in the dirt. How much dirt do you want to dig out of it? Don't dig any out. I'll take Dig no dirt out. Do not take uh, any it's, dirt it's out. Why not? Three quarters full with dirt. Lean the pot forward toward you. That is a good idea. <laughs> So Merlin walks in, and he he says, he was huh, distracted. that's interesting. Uh, maybe you should lead the pot towards you. Okay. We lean the pot forward. What happens? Yep. Yeah, he's he's done. He's done being distracted. He's in the room with you guys. <gasps> when you lean the pot forward, the tapestry moves out of the way as the door opens into the room. Now, I want... Uh, let's see. Who's closest to the door? Rolling I want Asharis to make rolling a perception check. Rolling, 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 uh, let's see. So we get 19. Ooh. Yeah. That is. That's the total. Okay. You that's have very high perception. Uh, actually, that's not even with advantage, is it? We're no, good. Advantage. Uh, you're an elf. You get advantage on all perception checks. So you get to roll the die again to see if it's higher. But anyway, with a 19, mm-hmm. uh, as the door opens, you can definitely hear it scratching along the floor, making those scratch marks as it opens. And you hear that kind of grinding noise echo down this dark hallway in front of you. And if you listen very closely, you can just hitchhiking barely goes. hear what you think <laughs> is a moan. From in the darkness. <laughs> Dream fitty. <laughs> and he says, um, I'm gonna Mer- need about three fifty. To to torch off the outside of the wall. Oh, that is brilliant. Uh, absolutely. Ghost slinger was uh, Merlin, right Merlin grabs a torch off the front of the mausoleum. <laughs> uh, and what do you guys want to do now? Merlin's torch staff lights up. You don't need the torch. Let's go. I don't know that Merlin's staff lights up. What? 
but I've got a torch that I... The kind of wizard where you have to build them the carefully in order to not waste them on a light spell. Look at stuff, and if something comes out at me, I can set them on fire. Okay. I guess not me. Who's so, going first? I will go Who's the caboose? Okay, I'll, I'll be in the middle. The tank goes first. Okay. Me. And, and, and who, uh, who in your party um, can see in the dark? Who has dark vision? I'm pretty sure the elf does. Does the half-elf get dark vision? Yes, yes. Alright, I don't believe that Merlin has dark vision, but... Nope. So we'll get... Uh, let's see, what do we want to do? Asharis heads down the... Heads into the darkness first by the, the dim light of the torch behind her and using her dark vision to uh, to see in grayscale the stairs oh in front. Uh, so you guys climb down the stairwell, it goes down in a circular staircase, and it exits wow. into a fairly large room within the, within the hill that the, uh, the mausoleum is built on. Looking around the room, I'm, I'm just going to give you guys this, uh, so you exit the stairs, you kind of stop in the entryway there, you can see caskets uh, line the walls built in on this room. A sculpture of a tree stands in the very center of the room, and you act Two surprised, of the caskets right? appear to have been opened. What's your uh, name, Derek? And there's some bones strewn about the floor. I am God. <laughs> God? He's the dungeon. G-O-D, God? I am the, the great storyteller that uh, uh, sure, can, uh, sure. I have Merlin, the power have of life and death. I am what you would call the dungeon master. I tell the story <laughs> of three great adventures. <laughs> Seems like a bear was in quest here. To clear this crypt of a ghost that is haunting it. So, would you guys make... Well, I don't know if I want to prompt you. You want to uh, explore the room a little bit and see what's going on? Okay. Like, go further into the room? I'm casting mage armor. Yes, uh, your mage armor is instantaneous. All you have to do is say, I'm casting mage armor. So, as Merlin enters the room a little bit deeper, the two of you notice that a kind of... We'll call it telechromic... Shimmer goes across his clothes and his skin from the tip of his hat That's to right. the base of what? his shoes as I've got uh, he magically prepared for battle. All right. I got, I got to put you mine on. You don't have a spell called okay. mage armor. I, it doesn't last too long. Yeah, you're wearing yeah, regular armor. <laughs> his armor only lasts for eight hours. Hey! Who, who wants to who wants to head into the room and explore more? What what do you guys want to look at? Yes. Oh, uh, that's a good idea. Does Ghost Slinger want to stealthily move into the room to check things out? Oh, and do, uh, no, did uh, not... dudes? Have, I heard a uh, move. Uh, 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 about the sound <laughs> that, that we heard from the that, the, the door. There was a moaning sound. I don't want to hear that. Oh no! Is that how you say it? It cannot come from any beast of which I have heard yet. It was a human. Human. A human. Me, the great pirate. So, yes. who wants to explore further? You mean okay. you're uh, Are you going to be stealthy about it? Okay, roll a die. A four. <laughs> well, that's not very good. What is it when you modify it? What's the modifier? She's doing a stealth roll. Oh, so plus five. Try and stealthily move into the room and not disrupt anything. So four plus five is nine. You trip okay, over. we'll say that you're fairly stealthy about it. 
but maybe you just kick a bone a little bit. You grimace a little bit at the sound of it clanking against the, the hard stone floor. And as you move around the room, Perception uh, that instinct that you had earlier that a fight happened Roll uh, the dice. grows. Roll the dice, mother. For me? 14. 14. Yes, that's total. She doesn't have perception or... All right, so with a 14, you inspect one of the skulls on the floor, and you see that there's a stab wound through it that looks pretty fresh. It doesn't Lord seem like it's a long, long-ago cut in this skeleton, in this skull. It looks like it was put there earlier. You look closer at one of the caskets, and you find that it looks like there's slice marks on the uh, the edge of the casket. And there's little bits of... Pe- let's go with marble. So they it open. Nah, caskets are... Well, some of them are... Yeah, we'll go ahead and say it's little bits of like marble on the ground from the edge of the wow. casket. Oh. Now, these don't look like crowbar marks on the casket. No, it looks like... Sta- uh, the, it looks like sword, so sword marks. As someone stabbed at this casket. Uh, do you want to investigate inside the casket? You hurry up, my torch is burning down. Yes, and if I get locked in there, it's your fault, Dungeon Master. The fire well, you don't have to go out. into the casket to look inside it. <laughs> so the lid of the the lid of this casket, the, 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 the lid of... You have hours on fire. Actually, I think it's one hour. But um, the lid of this casket is off to the side. And it, it, it's cracked. It's a big stone lid, and it's cracked. But uh, as you look around inside the casket, you find uh, small a small bag. And as you, you pick see? it up, or actually, no, uh, you find a small bag. Wait, what do you want I to have do? A ba- I have a bag. I have a bag of, pick up the bag and open the bag. I have a bag of sand. Can I sprinkle some on it, please? You have to pick up a bag to know what's in it. <laughs> oh, okay. Continue on. Why would you sprinkle I'm, sand I'm, in the I'm casket? I'm holding the light. You're actually not there. She so moved ahead stealthily to check out the room <laughs> before you guys. So you're still at the door watching her. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're holding well, the light I'm gonna up. Pick so up she the bag. You know, yeah. Ghosts. Flinger. Oh no! We're getting paid early. <laughs> okay. As as you pick up the bag, you hear what sounds like yes. coins inside. When you open the bag. You find, let's go with, uh, ten silver and four gold pieces. Do you want to try and steal it from the party, or do you want to share it with your friends? <laughs> Asking her, she stole the freaking uh, cup. Well, what are you going to do, little girl? Keep it. Okay, you got you to gotta roll Good. a die for me. She's going to roll a sleight of hand check. Eight. Terrible, exactly. Eight with the bonus. That's plus terrible. five. Eight. Eight is terrible. Plus five. Let's say eight plus five is. Uh, we're gonna look at thirteen. Tiffy, roll. Uh, sorry, Asharis, roll perception. Thirteen. Thirteen also. Wow. And Merlin, you rolled a twelve. So Merlin, you don't see her pocket this coin purse. But, uh, uh, Asharis, you do. I'm taking her out. You notice that she grabbed something and pocketed it rather quickly. What do you. Yeah, I'm gonna do What do you want to do? 
Do you want to call her out, or will you address it later? Because he can pay for drinks later. Making noise might not That's be a fine. good idea. I got it. Okay, Merlin, you don't know that happened. You investigate the tree. Yes. Um, Is there anything else in so, the casket? Uh, let me let me switch back documents here. There's nothing else in the casket. It looks like all the bones are on the floor around it. Ghostlinger, mm-hmm. you don't find anything that looks like a threat. Who wants to go which way and who wants to go which way? Two exits besides the stairway that you came in. So are you gonna are you gonna tell the party that the coast looks clear? Yes. All right. So Ashara said she wanted to check out the tree. So as you check out the tree. You don't see anything that seems particularly strange about it. It looks like a marble carving of a great British oak. And actually, I was supposed to tie this in. Remember that mustachioed gentleman that you saw on that tapestry upstairs? Behind him on that tapestry was a large tree in front of Brentwood Manor that isn't there anymore. Hmm. And so this tree tell. looks a lot like the tree that was on that tapestry There's upstairs. It's missing. Hmm. Shall we check it? For but you don't see anything unusual about it. It just appears to be a sculpture of a tree. You you can definitely roll an Arcana check if you want. Let's do that. Merlin looks around the room, looking for anything that his uh, history, his years of reading magical uh, tomes would suggest might have more properties than it appears. But he doesn't see anything of here of particular interest. He does catch a couple of sigils on the side of caskets, but yeah. they don't appear particularly magical. They look mostly to be paying honor to the dead. And off the record. <laughs> no dungeon master. <laughs> you think it's, yeah. Do you think it's unusual that they had a sword fight and left a bag of gold? Yeah. Why would they have... One Put the bones out. They must have found something more valuable than the gold. Yeah, that's what you think. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. We'll discuss it later. But what place should we go? Well, that's up to the you guys. You're up front. Yeah. Okay, hold on. All right. Yeah, which way do you guys so, want to go? There's, the uh, there's a door on the north side. The stairs you're on are on the east side, and there's a door on the west side. Well... The door is uh, closed. It's dark We're gonna have to in open the door. Direction, but you can't see through doors. But the question is, should we open both doors at the same time? Do we think we're going to let the monsters all in from both ends yes. and then we're trapped? The, yes, the doors are closed. Way. Well, if we'd have bought some. Because in the Goonies, they went the direction that smelt less bad. Let's do that. So, what do you guys want to do? Or you go in the direction that there is light. But since we can't see through the doors, we've got a perception check. Uh, make a perception check. Let's see. If we brought water, we could have made a bubble and let it sleep through the crack. If I had that bird, we would have sent it in there. <laughs> you have to open the door first. Well, I'd send the bird in and close the door. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 19. What do I perceive? You perceive that it is a crypt. And it does smell damp in both directions, but there's a scent of iron on the door to the... What does iron smell like? (laughs) That's a good question. A metallic smell. You know what metallic smell means? Magic, I believe. All right, let's go through one of them. 
go through the west door towards the iron. Yes. In I've got my armor on, so let's go on through that door. All right. Through the west door. So you open the door to the west, and I'm going to go ahead and say, when you open the door to the west, you see a hallway that winds further down into the crypt. There's sconces on the wall I've got a torch. Uh, that look like they were used recently <laughs> and could possibly be relit. It's a targeting. Hmm. Yeah, let's relight them. Yes. Do you want to relight? Do you want to relight uh, relight the sconces? I don't know. Relighting those is a good idea, people. Okay. <laughs> Just do it. Do you? How how far down the hall do you go lighting these sconces? Because you can go all the way down into the next room. Is it going to take uh, long? I mean, this is, we have to go out. Or you could just in, like go together. It clear to the ocean. Down into the next room, lighting like them as Oka. you go. Uh oh. So we got to go out the way we came in. You don't smell the Maybe ocean. We light those torches. Well, too late now. We've lit them. Well, I'm yeah. I'm assuming you've lit one. Asharis, are you going to suggest not lighting them? Well, he lit one right. at the entrance to the thing. And carry on with the I'm lighting. I'm assuming you guys are all together at the top of this thing, and he lit one of the sconces. Nothing bad happened when he lit the sconce. It just lit right up. All right, you guys get about halfway down <laughs> the, uh, the hallway to the next room. I want you to make a perception check. Of course, did Merlin, you are too busy lighting the sconces. Did we write? To did we take the right door? Anything or the out of the ordinary? West. That's twice now that I've rolled a critical fail. Fourteen for me. You took the door yep. on the left. Seventeen. Uh, Fourteen total. All right. And how about uh, our our handy uh, ninja? Seventeen, and she has. It's a flat seventeen. With a flat 17, Ghost Slinger will... I, I don't want to play your character for you, but you are still kneeled down a little bit, being quiet as you move through this crypt, or as you move through the crypt, and you will notice on the floor, as the, um, the torches well, are touch being the lit, floor. you'll notice <laughs> that them. there's kind of a, a shimmer. And as you look closer... Do you want to touch it? Okay. Uh, when you Finally. touch the floor uh, and look at your hand, you realize that what's on the floor are droplets of blood. I basically am. I should have made her. <laughs> Alright, are you going to tell any... Well, actually, I guess you said, blood finally, floor, blood huh? on my hands again. Yes, there is uh, blood on I'm gonna the floor. I'm going to assume and it goes that all the way the down others the hear that. What are you guys going to do? I'm going to pull out my swords. Uh, it looks Ready like the droplets are getting more. A dagger and the sword. Uh, as they go down the hallway. What about that one? Okay. What is Mar uh, you guys? What does Merlin do? Exactly. What does Merlin do? I'm I'm distracted. <laughs> Did you hear all that, Merlin? You were distracted, but one of your party members specifically said, "Blood on my hands again." Uh, I'm gonna assume that yep, that I means that you know something's up with blood. So you see the you see the blood on the so floor after it's pointed out, or at least you see the blood on Nothing her hand. important. I'm trying to decide whether or not Dad has his owl. I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. Dad's already paid for and summoned his owl. He can at any time summon the owl to his side 
and he will so just can he, like, pop send into it down the hallway? And he can dismiss <laughs> it at any time, it and it will pop back into a, a pocket dimension, waiting for him to call it again. Cool. Archimedes can go down the hallway and does have dark vision, but you owl. don't know that he's got an owl until he tells you he's got an owl. Well, actually, that's not true. You guys are friends. You might know he's got an owl. You probably know Archimedes' name. So, uh, are, you're suggesting that, then, I'm assuming. You're just saying, hey, let's send Archimedes ahead to find out what's down this hall. Well, can he die? Uh, he can, but it, uh, he doesn't die-die. Uh, if he takes a wound, he's only got two hit points, but he will fade out uh, back into his pocket dimension, waiting for uh, Merlin Let's to summon him. Let's just go down the hallway and kick some but butt. But then it'll cost a spell slot. I have a magic sword now. And, I mean, you're uh, ready it to takes go. ten gold. Oh, okay. Right. Worth of uh, spell slot. Oh, my. <laughs> you guys go down the hallway, and the blood droplets are more frequent, until you oh, get no. to oh, the entryway to the next room. At the entryway to the next room, there is blood all over the floor. There, there are footprints, bare feet, uh, in the blood. There are, are hands smeared through it. Uh, and looking around the room, uh, you see a body by uh, one of the caskets in this don't, part of the. They don't the know we're there. Uh, yeah, sneak it up on them. Figures. We're perceiving what over it. We have stealth. Uh, make a perception check. Well, for me. Okay, 12's good enough. You can hear... I'm gonna go ahead and let me look, unless Dad rolls another one. Uh, okay, no, Merlin hears two, uh, and so does Ghost Slinger. You can all hear these two figures mumbling, and you can hear their movements. They sound almost like grinding as they kind of... What's the word for... Move about in place. They look like they're struggling to maintain their balance as they're hunched over. Stagger. Yeah, okay, they stagger wow. around, uh, but they're hunched over this, this, this body on the on floor them? that looks like the center of all the blood. So you what do you do something when you do? get over there. Absolutely you can. Roll a die for me. Exactly. <laughs> Check it out. Get out of there. That's not going to work. You're still? She's yeah. just going to look at them and then walk back. So 12. Yes. Mm-hmm. What does it have to be? That's 12? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll give you that. That's good enough. I make it up as I go along. I can either decide ahead of time or I can make it up as I go along. This one I didn't make it up ahead of time, so I made it up as I'm going along. That's good enough. You are right up on these two, uh, these two cloaked figures, and the stench of blood is heavy in the air. It's hard to smell anything besides that, but there is a sourness around them. They're, is there a possibility totally to smash them? Because you, you moved up so quietly on them. What do you want to do? Yes. Yes, there is. Roll? Actually, no. You're close enough. I'm just going to go ahead and give you that they are zombies. They are I'm undead. Done. You can I'm see um, skin like flaking off of them. Their hair is half fallen out. These are undead zombies. So, if you're going to attack them... Roll me two d20s and tell me which one is higher plus your hit modifier. modifier oh no, I should write things down. So on the second, oh, actually, uh, probably with your weapons, it will say 
what your hit modifier is. So in the center of the first page? Yeah. The attack bonus? Uh, let me... It says five. Yeah, maybe. The Probably. higher of these two, it's an 18. Okay, so whatever she rolled, plus five. 18 is more than good enough to hit this guy. So I'm assume... Uh, what you did is you hit him with your sword uh, first. Uh, so roll the damage for your sword. Your sword should say what the damage dice are for it. Okay, so it's 1d6 piercing. Roll Stop your time. d6. Four. And what, what kind of damage is that? Piercing? <laughs> but I can't give the answers. Alright, I think that's fine. You did four damage to this zombie. And when you do that, and it uh, staggers around and kind of, I don't want to say grunts. What's what's more frightening than a grunt? And yeah, it kind of it kind of groans and moans at you at the same time. Then I believe you also get to attack with but your I dagger because you've got two hands and two dagger. weapons, and they're both light weapons. So roll me another yeah, attack with advantage. So two d20s and give me the higher one. Uh, dagger's one d4. Oh, you didn't put in the bonus multiplier for the dagger. Uh, let's call it the same as the uh, uh, as the, the sword. It's probably plus five. Oh, she's telling me to do it, and I'm not doing it. Okay, good. And then she's got the five from the thing. A nine is the highest. Oof. Well, actually, that's probably okay. Okay, that's still plenty good enough. I got a four. Uh, so roll four. an additional d4 damage. Ooh. Oh wait, uh, and your your sword. Yep, yes. That was the the first attack with your sword. You get to add your dexterity modifier to it as well. So your dexterity modifier is plus three. So it's four and seven. So that is we are up to eleven. It's just a flesh wound. This uh, this this poor dude. (laughs) And uh, he's he doesn't look particularly great. Actually, his arm falls off. Just falls right off on the floor. Uh, and as that happens, and the, the bones from this, this zombie's arm clack along the floor, um, the, the, both, or the two of them kind of get up and turn around and look at the party. And suddenly you notice another one in the corner that gets up and kind of, he, he wails on the wall a little bit and starts walking real slow towards you. And we're going to roll initiative. So everybody give me a D, uh, D20 roll, plus your initiative modifier, which I think is the same as your dex modifier. Uh, well, you rolled a That's four, terrible. which ain't great, but it's a good place to waste bad rolls is dexterity. So your initiative is a four. Uh, I think it's your uh, dex modifier. Well, I got 20. Uh, the dex modifier is on the front page. It's the second one. Yeah, I guess we got 18. But we also got 20. 21. 21. Ooh, wow. Let me roll some, some dice real quick. Let me look real quick. I have in case you get hurt. We both have health potions. Oh, you do? Okay, good. Okay. Okay, so... Ghost Slinger is up first. What does Ghost Slinger want to do? Oh, and I do I do want to... Uh, I'm going to try my best to help you learn how to play your characters uh, as best I can. I've read through most of them. So, 
At the end of slashing the zombie, because Ghost Slinger is a ninja, she has the ability to use, I forget what it's called, but she gets a bonus action where she can withdraw without provoking an opportunity attack. So she could slash this guy and then so withdraw back so that they can't get her. And then because her initiative is super high, she could charge back in and hit him again. So a normal character, when they're next to a thing that's threatening, if they try to move away, the thing that's threatening will smack them. Your character has, mm-hmm. again, I'm sorry, I forget what it's called, but it's an ability where you can use the disengage action for free. Oh, it's called cunning action. So you can use your cut your your ninja cunning to disengage without getting hit and then re-engage at your leisure. So let's say that after you slice this dude's arm off with your sword and then stabbed him with your dagger, you jump back to the to the group and then seeing that they're still off uh you can do sneak attack off too. guard, they're not really ready to fight yet. If she's within um, five feet of a friend, you she just charge back in. Well actually I'm not gonna say that. What do you want to do? Just- we're going to say that this room is like 20 foot by 30 mm-hmm. foot long. And these zombies, two of them are about halfway into the room. And the other one is in the far corner about 30 Smack feet. Smack him in the face! So, you have plenty of speed to be able to run back up on the zombie and smack it again if you want. This time you won't have advantage because he knows that you're there. But give me uh, a d20 11. roll. Uh, plus your modifier for your sword. Yeah. That's good. You hit it. Uh, roll your d6 <laughs> plus dexterity. Yeah. Is that plus the dexterity mod? Okay. Yeah. Are both of these weapons piercing? Yeah, okay. Uh, and then okay. roll to hit him again with your dagger. Uh, d20. 20! Wow. 20. Wow. She rolled a, she rolled a nat 20. You rolled a crit, little girl. That means you get to roll twice as many dice. For this weapon. So you get to roll so 2d4 instead of just 1. What's the 5 or what? No, that's oh. 4. 4? Okay. So you've done a crazy oh, amount of damage to this guy. He kind of staggers back and falls over the uh, the body that they yes. were eating on. And then do you want to use your cunning action to uh, regroup <laughs> with the party? Okay. Well, so I'm you fine. then... Really quick, Come. with ninja-like speed, <clears throat> jump back across the room and get next to Asharis and Merlin. Next, in the initiative order, uh, is uh, Asharis. What do you want to do? Uh, and that guy that fell on the, on the floor yeah, is off. super not looking good. <laughs> I'm going to go find my drawing. We'll call it a drawing. In fact, you can say both his arms are off. Uh, okay, well then I shall attack him. Because where's the other guy? The other wo- Alright, so, so you're gonna run up and finish off this guy that's kinda on the floor. I'm attacking the other one? Uh, they were both kind of in the middle around this body. They aren't up yet in initiative order, so you don't know when they're gonna get to attack you. I'll attack the other one. Because the other one's on the ground. Okay. Eleven. Uh, roll a d20 for me. Six. Uh, plus your sword bonus, which I think was what, like a seven? Six? Okay, so that's a seventeen. Yep, that's plenty good enough to hit their armor class. So roll your sword plus your, uh, dexterity modifier. So, seven? 
Yep, plus your dexterity modifier. Ooh, okay. So that's seven damage on the first mm-hmm. attack. And I believe your second sword, we took that thing that lets you do lets you do the dexterity modifier on both swords. Okay, so roll to hit him again. Twelve? Yep. Twelve? Including your bonus? No, actually, Alright, it's still good enough. Man. These guys don't have a great armor class. So uh, roll again your sword plus your dexterity. Fifteen. So what happened? Uh, what did I say? An eleven is good enough? So a fifteen is definitely mm-hmm. good enough. You got a six, so we're up to... You don't have the ability to disengage, so you're going to stay there until your next turn. The one that's furthest away from you guys, he comes... Lumbering over, just barely able to get to where Asharis and the other two are, and he's going to attack Asharis. What does that mean? Does a six beat your armor class? Uh, So your armor class should be listed on the first page. Mine is 11. And he's rolling to beat your armor class to see whether or not he can do damage to you. With a five, he's looking to see whether or not he even hits you. Is he really? I thought it was 11 plus your... Yeah, so that's a 15. Uh, but no, a 5 does not beat your armor like class. So, uh, as he's lumbering across the, roof, across the room, you nimbly step out of the way. He doesn't mm-hmm. come in contact with you at all. And no. then, let's see, the one that you just attacked, he is going to mm-hmm. try... To... Did I say they got up off the floor already? No, I think one fell on the floor, but the other ones got up. Okay, so he's going to try and hit you as well. That is a 13 plus 1. So that's a 14. That's also not good enough to hit you. Um, or It's not good enough to hurt you. Let's say that that one does actually... He slams into you. Oh, wait. That's different than that. That's funny. Uh, okay, wait a second. Okay, that's a... 13 plus 3, so that's a 15. That actually, or 16, pardon. That actually does beat your I armor hate class. Those guys. I'm dying! And I'm dying! You will take, my child, uh, would you like my potion? How do I, how many hit, hit points do I have? How do I know? 2 damage! Oh. It should be on the first page of your character sheet, in the next, next to all your stats in the middle. It'll say current health points and total health points. So you change the one that says current to two less than it is. It's just a flesh wound. He hit you, and then the one that's on the floor, he he staggers up to his knees and can't actually get back to his feet, but he's going to come over to you and try and hit you as well. And this is unfortunate because I rolled all of their initiatives separate, uh, and they're all in the same place in the initiative order. Mm -hmm. And he rolled... A 12 plus 3, so it's a 15. And you said your armor class is 15. So he's going to slam into your shins, doing 3 damage. Merlin! Uh, And then, uh, at the bottom of the initiative order, is Merlin's turn. Merlin, you have... I know what I got. You can do anything you want. (laughs) Uh, you've got, got magical magic attack prayers. spells, you've For got a firebolt that you can throw, you can run up and whack him with your stick. Okay, let's magic take out the ones that really bad. Awesome choice. Or is Because one, one of these guys looks really up. bad. There's two that are up. I have firebolts and I have... 
There's magic all three of them are standing. One of them is just on his knees because he doesn't magic have any missile. legs left. So do you want to do magic missile? Let's do magic it. missile is a good is a good choice because it will let you split the damage across the three different darts. So you can hit one, and if it dies, then you can move to the next target. All right, fill in the little thing on your level one spells. There should be a, a an area to fill in. There's three spots where you've got spells you can use. Fill in one of those. And magic missile does not have said. to roll to hit. You just get to roll attack di- or uh, damage dice. They're always they yeah, always hit. I'm sure it's going to kill him. So are you gonna are you gonna start with the one that is looking really bad on the ground? It does. Amazing. Really, it should be like that, guys. A thing in a that arrow that the guy controls with his mind flies through it. Yeah, yeah, this is it. Uh oh. Okay, so the zombie oh, no. drops dead uh, as this glowing oh, no. green oh. magical force. Goodness gracious, he is a zombie after all. And he was already dead. After he drops How dead, he gets back up. Mostly dead. <laughs> well, he's he's still undead. Well, do you think firebolts would be any better? So, do you want to throw another right, magical dart of energy use, at him? Let's use them all. Well, you've you've got three of these magic darts to throw at stuff. Yeah, why not? Let's roll a history. That is a nat 20. So, with your nat 20 history check, you know everything there is to know about zombies. So, you know that when a zombie okay. falls to zero hit points, there's a chance it'll get back up, but the harder you hit it, the less likely it is to get back up. So you don't want to necessarily then throw magic missiles at the one that's down at one hit point left because that won't be hitting it very hard and it'll try to get back up two more times. Sounds logical. You might feel Let's that, do that it's better to throw damage at the other one that Asharis hit so that she can hit the one that's at one hit point because she hits harder than a magic missile does. Yeah, let's call him Greg. Okay. So we're going to throw the last remaining uh, darts at zombie number two. Let's call him Greg. The one that fell down and has no legs and no arms. And his name Jimmy. Uh, Greg takes four, three, seven damage. Greg, as these two magical darts blast into him, heavily <laughs> working their way around uh, Asharis so that she doesn't get hit by them. What's um, it take to kill one of these things? Both his arms Ten? just blow off. No arms left. He's just, he's looking terrible. Oh, my God. Uh, I gotta get back into the fray. Uh, get back into well, the fray. Well, we gotta find out, because it's All right. Ghost's Ray. turn. You can't see me, because I'm drawing, but I'm still here and listening. Okay, well, uh, do you want sure. to jump in and roll to hit? We're uh, one do of these, these uh, zombies that's looking terrible with uh, with advantage because you have uh, a friendly within five feet of you. Uh, D20, two of them. Take the highest. You say what, Mom? Glad what? 19, I think, plus her five is 24. That's perfect. Uh, do it again, and we'll just bundle this together. Uh, 16 is also good enough. So roll your... Why are we D6 getting so good plus at dice your, rolling? At first uh, I was really bad at it, and now it's bad. D6 is 5 uh, plus what? 3? So 8? Dexterity modifier. And then I need a D4? And this one gets hit so hard that 
Obviously. He says, we'll call it a draw. And he, his torso falls <laughs> into the corner, and he doesn't get back up. So that was Greg? <laughs> Greg. I killed Greg! Alright, I'm gonna say that Did was get back uh, up? zombie two. So zombie what about two. the third one? Yep. Poor, poor old Greg. He didn't make it. Nope, he's dead. Shar is killing. Well, I gotta kill the one on the ground. Uh, the third one still looks okay. Back up, right? Uh, yeah. but now it is Asharis's turn. Yeah, because he only takes one hit. Okay. Wow. Uh, if you if you attack the one on the ground, you'll have advantage. Because he's still he's on the ground. Eleven. Roll d twenty uh, twice and take the higher. Eleven will do it. Is that with your bonus? No. Okay, so with your bonus, that's a 17. Uh, that'll still do it. Okay. 10 means that... No, I came points. over with my sword and put it around oh, his neck he and his sword. not look very good. Describe that is how you uh, eviscerate this zombie. Yes. They can't work without heads. <laughs> that's right. All right. His head's just right off. It rolls off on the floor. Uh-oh. The Good next girl. in order is Zombie 3, who we Karen. haven't named. And he is going to... He sees that you just... You just... Okay. She... Uh, she sees that uh, you just you just beheaded the zombie next to her. That she was eating lunch with. Uh, how could you? And she is going to charge at uh, Sharas and try to whack her. No, it's 15. Uh, and that is a 10. Is that good enough to beat your armor class? Okay, so that's not good enough to beat your armor class, but a 10's close enough. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, say, uh, she's yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, you just take the, the your, your elbow and just shove her really? right back. Oh, no. And then it is Merlin's turn. Well, I've got so, a fireball. Uh, Merlin, you only get three of those big spells a day. That would do a trick. Uh, so you might want to use one it's of your cantrips instead. Yep, that's a cantrip. Sharus, get out of the way. So there's uh, a zombie standing next to Sharus, and you're gonna Harry. throw a moat of flame at her. Not not a Sharus at the uh, at the zombie. We toasted obviously. the guy. Uh, here we go. That is a 19, which is so close to a crit, and I believe your spell attack bonus, your spell attack bonus is on the third page, uh, third page at the top on the right. So that is a 24, which is way more than these guys' armor class, so you get to roll a 1d10 against this zombie. What? Uh, and that's a 5. You do 5 damage. Uh, five fire damage to the zombie. Seriously? Oh, it's bed bedtime. Oh my goodness, my TV says it's been for on me. for four hours. We've been playing for four hours. Stop. Okay, uh, Slinger, get him. This zombie is so close to dead. Let's go ahead and finish him off. Look, uh, after we're doing Merlin, all this it goes back to yet. Ghost Slinger. Are you rolling dice? She's got 13. So what What do you want to do, Ghost Slinger? For what? That's Isn't good. That a D6? Go ahead and roll another one, because there's no other targets. I rolled two for her dagger. D twenties. You want to No, she's got to roll to hit it. Sixteen. She's gonna roll both hits and then just roll both damages. No, that's it. Sixteen. Okay, what'd you get? The two. 
Both of them. Thirteen and three. The three plus her. What's her uh, her attack bonus? We say five. Is that an eight? Okay. Uh, the the mm-hmm. sixteen is perfectly fine. Definitely solid hit. The eight just barely grazes this uh, this zombie's arm. Uh, so go okay. ahead and roll damage for both. It's a d6 plus dexterity like modifier 25. and a d4. Is there anything else plus the d4? No, it's just a solid four, Mom. Uh, okay, four. Five, and then how much for the d4? Mm-hmm. This thing's still not dead. Uh, so five and a four, so nine. And y'all need right. some better, you know, uh, hardcore stuff here. And now it's Sharus' turn. Well, there were three. I don't have any of the last one. All the damage! Because <laughs> you haven't been paid yet. You're our well, bastard. You're only level two. It's your first combat as a group. Oh, true, we have Okay, what do I roll the d20? You took three damage. Who cares? 16. Do it again. 11. Ah, uh, yes, roll a d20. And don't roll a one. Yep, that's perfectly fine. Totally hits. Do it again. All right, 11. That also hits. So. You swing around with both swords over your head, looking very much so like a Lord of the Rings movie, and like you twirl around once and then come down with both of them at the same time. Roll uh, both your uh, 2d6 plus 15. whatever your dexterity modifier is twice. Total? Oh, that's a lot. Let's see. Cut him down through the skull. Oh my goodness! He is cleaved in twain, and it does not look like. Okay, so all the monsters are dead. What about the body they were eating? But often, when the zombies are eating people, that's how you turn into a zombie. Well, he's dead too. He was. It was lunch. Cut him just in case. Yeah. Uh, Well, he hasn't had time to turn into a zombie. But do you want to do something about it? He's already dead. He won't care. Oh no! Look at that. You're just gonna take his head off. That was good. Okay, cut his head off. Uh, okay, he's already dead. He doesn't care. You guys want to call it here? I'll I'll make a note of where we are. You guys I've can got a see book your, here. Uh, <laughs> where you're at. And we'll I'm drawing. So. Uh, next week, I guess. Cool. Sounds good to me. Dad, your notes are gonna be better than my That's notes because I made up this. Next week. Tune in next week. Then. Of the new episode of The Adventures of Ghostslinger. Uh, Ghostslinger. Uh, what? Only Ghostslinger. Ghost <laughs> Alright, children. She said, tune in next week for the Adventures of Ghostslinger and only Ghostslinger. <laughs>